abiology. Because isn't that what you chat about over Keystone Lights? Yes, we are live. <laughs> and we're here with Amber. Hello. Amber used to be a Staples worker. Slave to the pens and pencils office supplies. <laughs> yeah. Which makes you buy a lot of office supplies. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got a, I got addicted to buying office supplies. I I mean to be fair, every store that I work at I get addicted to buying its merchandise, so And you work at a liquor store now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I could get addicted to my job. Like taking the money. Oh or yeah. He works at a bank. Oh, is that, are you a bank robber? <laughs> bank robber. He works at a bank. I mean, I just watched Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Twelve for the we first time. That, uh, we watched it on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, I, we actually might have been watching that movie at the same time. Uh, we we're like the only three people that have watched. Great it, flick, yeah. by the way. Um, I liked it. So I'm sort of all I'm saying is I'm in the groove to rob something. So hit me up. FBI agent assigned to me. You did not hear that. I got the uh, I got the hookup though. Hey, listen, if I'm not in jail yet for some of the things I've texted my friends or said <laughs> or yeah. all that, you you especially like fair enough. They're like they're like damn. No, they're recording that. And yeah. I did the whole thing where I've had to you know file with the FEC and do all that stuff. So you know they put me on something. And actually you're like, on looked into some it. bulletin board somewhere. Yeah, like watch this crazy guy. Some fucking guy in a suit stares at your face every single day on his lunch break. Oh man, he wonder if he sees sandwich. it when I'm watching like mobile. Porn and he sees, he, sees my, he sees my O face. He sees my Another o banner face. fucking day. <laughs> he's, just like, he's like, Didn't you do this this morning, really? You know, he's listening to this right now, like, kind of looking around. Fuck. Yeah, I'm he's watching like, you, Brad. <laughs> What's the dude from State Farm's name? On Jake. Jake. Jake, yeah, Jake from State Jake. Farm. Brad from the NSA. <laughs> Literally, though. I wish we were joking. I know, that's kind of a scary thought. I wish big data weren't so big and scary. <laughs> I wish that the Fourth Amendment would kind of be an amendment people gave a no. shit about. Besides, no. like, Rand Paul and Second Bernie. Amendment. <sighs> Second Amendment. Hey, I'm a Second Amendment fan. Yeah, some people think well, Second yeah. Amendment should be the only thing. But I think, okay, so, like, Chipper Jones, who's a redneck ex-baseball player, born and raised in Florida and whatnot, he posted today. Mm-hmm. He pretty much said that he doesn't believe. He said, yeah, he said, rifles. he's I have, a, you know, I have assault rifles and everything like that. And I love the Second Amendment, but we also got to remember one of the most conservative justices, Scalia, said that the rights aren't limitless. And he, remember, that was in the Fremont case with, that was about the Second Amendment. He was like, you can't just have people with some of these guns. Yeah. And Well, it's kind of, like, ironic when you think about that because I feel like the conservative mindset is very, when you're talking about what the government can do and the rights of government and the rights of corporations, it's like, oh, well, they can't infringe upon me, upon what I can do. However, they don't apply that same logic to themselves. It's like, oh, well, I should be able to decide that since... I think this is wrong, then everyone should, like, basically not bend to my will in, like, a ruler-type sense, but almost, you know? And I don't, I don't see, I don't think, I was thinking about this the other day, about the uh, assault weapon bans work in, say, like, Australia mm-hmm. and Norway and Japan. One thing I've no, I don't know if gun doing that, I mean, it kind of helped in the 90s, but we still had Columbine, so we're, we're yeah. still going to get some. Other countries, you know, wipe them out. Man, I was thinking about it, talking, thinking about the culture and everything. What do all those cultures, all those different countries, unite around? 
I mean, the fact other than imperialism. <laughs> no, but like, like Australia is like, oh, we're all Australian. You know, Germans, they're all like, yeah, German yeah. Shit. What do Americans? They're like, oh, we're just Diversity. a mix of everybody. Yeah, and, I mean, to be fair and, though, Australia is just half British penal colony, half I Aboriginal. Know, you know, I mean, I feel have like. You, have you looked at how they're blending in the Aboriginals nowadays? Like when they want to come in and stuff, they do it in like a gradual way let them keep their culture and everything and mm-hmm. the ones who want to go more they like gradually bring them in they don't just say boom assimilate because yeah. they're like yeah America did that that didn't work out <laughs> 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 yeah let's not talk about the forgotten people people <laughs> Cherokee right here yeah. I mean you look more Arab right now though <laughs> Ahab somebody said Arab Arab <laughs> uh, yeah I mean yeah so I, I get that I think it's really it's more of a Na- the like especially Nash that's more of a that's gotta be more of a cultural thing than just a gun thing yeah. I mean I don't I don't disagree with you there I don't agree with the whole oh they're gonna find a way to kill no you're not gonna find a way to kill someone with a knife no. you see the unless people unless you're who, a literal ninja you see the dudes with the knives and it's usually like 20 people wounded mm-hmm. and they live yeah I mean but I mean they could also do a 10 McVay which there was an assault weapon man when he did that and mm-hmm. go blow some shit up but what do we do with fertilizer yeah well exactly <laughs> And I mean, if you want to look at a, a like a cultural perspective as a defense for gun ownership or gun evangelism, pretty much, you not that that's wrong, but I just think that it's kind of ironic when you find the same people, like that same group of people, are the ones you know criticizing the Black Lives Matter movement, criticizing the Parkland students, criticizing all these mm-hmm. protests. Like, oh, these people are lining up in front of my car and interrupting my day. It's like, what do you think? your country was actually founded upon like what do you think a protest really is like you know you're in one instance you're in the in the shoes of the people who founded this nation who had guns that they used to overthrow their oppressor basically Mm -hmm. in one instance you're in those shoes but then in the other instance you are the oppressor i mean you're the one whose day is getting messed up by the protesters i mean i know that's not an exactly like equal metaphor there but I just think it's kind of an ironic an ironic thing to hinge on well, they also I mean they were cool with all the tea party protests going on right well yeah cause that's their agenda but they you know say we did our you know we went and got our field and our permits and stuff like that but your lives also weren't in jeopardy yeah when you talk a lot about like yeah. Black Lives Matter they're wanting you to feel essentially how they feel every time they see a cop or they walk yeah. into a retail store exactly. and they're looked on. I mean, I got brown skin and I've been looked at. Like, if I look scraggly and I got my hood on, I get looked at. And if you watch a lot of those retail videos, the suspicious characters know what they're talking about when they say it. Yeah. They're not talking about the meth head tweaker who's probably going to steal it. I mean, they're talking about the black kid with a hoodie. To a certain extent, though, if you look sketchy, I don't care what your race is. That's a good point. I mean, I work at a liquor store and, you know, I work at a liquor store a mile away from a jail. Yeah. Granted, it's in the heart of Edmond, but <laughs> still a jail, okay. And, you know, it, it, you're exactly right. I mean, if you look sketchy, that's you different. look fucking sketchy. Like, <laughs> if you look at all the videos, or like if they had their hood on, they're sketchy. Like, yeah. that's what they're trying to tell you. Well, and, and it's like, dude, I wear my hood when I go inside. Yeah, and to be honest with you, not, that, not to say, like, you are doing this because of such and so reasons but it's like a lot of that grungy kind of cool street style 
involves like elements of black culture i mean that's just kind of what it is and it's because these people these people it's because people in these environments don't have the tools to go out and like buy a gucci hoodie like they're not doing that they're creating with the environment around them which is infinitely cooler than being able to just buy something cool grow up on too yeah exactly that's how like fubu started but i mean you know and i don't know what's no, I don't know what Fubu is. I was like, oh, I'm so, so glad I'm not alone. No, I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly it's like, like Furbies. It's kind of like, like <laughs> ones and stuff. Like you get them at Walmart now, but in, like, oh, the those 90s, shoes you got Fubu shoes. Yeah, Fubu I got Fubu shoes. shoes are those the finger I've shoes? Never heard no, of them. the no, finger those toe are, uh, shoes. Vi- Vibrams. What? I still don't know what Fubu is. Like a gang bang. You guys didn't grow up in California. No. It's like they would always have baggy clothes and stuff like that, and they'd have like Fubu on them. I forget what it stands for. It could be for us, by us, or something like that. But I okay, think I that makes watched, sense. I may have watched. You ever seen How High? No. Well, they create their own brand. It's I grew up Google. in Oklahoma, Chase. I don't know what you're talking about. That's like Method Man and Red Man stoner movie they made. And okay. like they create a shirt brand, a clothing brand, and it's called Bufu. And it's by us, fuck you. <laughs> All I, right. can't, I can't remember what A lot of cultural camera. references that I'm missing here, but that's okay. <laughs> white girl. Uh-huh, what? White girl, white girl feminism. Yeah. Yeah. That one movie that I didn't see. <laughs> okay. This fucking movie. Uh-uh. <laughs> Anyways, back to imperialism. <laughs> Literally, though, y'all, imperialism is bad. Yeah, it is bad. I mean, that's so, like if you think about it. At the it. same time, though, like there is, like you can understand the argument and like the be- like if you say you colonized, but you weren't an asshole about doing it. And you like gradually yeah. said, hey, we can help you with this. Can you know, can you know, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I mean, instead of like forcing people, raping them, and then you know yeah. holding them hostage. And but stuff I think like, that. like a fundamental concept of imperialism is kind of like, well, I live here and I don't have any neighbors, so I'm gonna go wherever I want, and it's yeah. like you, you're the only one. Like you can just go, and I mean that's what that's what war is. I mean, war is scarcity of resources and scarcity of property, basically. Everything is scarcity of resources. Well, yeah. That's, the, that's why. <laughs> the that's, whole that's, economy. That's economic. That's the yeah. first thing you like, The generic way to describe economics so is I'm right. how to handle the problem of scarcity. <laughs> so I'm right. And which economic but, system I mean, can do that better? But really, and you know, so it's like, yeah, visiting your neighbors is cool. But like, at, like I feel the same way about gentrification. It's like, at what point does it cross over into like, Oh, I'm bettering the neighborhood. I'm taking this old shitty ass house and I'm making it really, really cute. But I'm gonna charge way more, and then the people who yeah. live here can't live here anymore. And it's like, where's the balance but between letting everything with crumble? Gentrification, if people already live there and they own the property next well, to yeah, it, all I that mean, does is raise their own property value. Yeah. No, it's not, ta- I mean, yeah. If you take the abandoned house and you make it nice, it raises the property of the neighbor. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's. I mean, that's part of the balance. And I now, when you lose the culture and you kick old people mm-hmm. out, that's one thing that's good about like save rent controls. Mm-hmm. Is you keep those old. I mean, that's the only reason they afforded that apartment in France is because of <laughs> rent control. <laughs> Just throwing that out there for the white people, so they have a reference. Uh huh. <laughs> but I mean, that's why you know if you're gonna try to, especially if you do like a whole government program to try to you know change mm-hmm. a neighborhood and mm-hmm. you partner with business and you're trying to do that and re up it probably need to put rent controls on the people who already live there yeah for sure maybe even give them a little subsidy Mm -hmm. along the way so they can do repairs on their own house i was just about to say i mean i feel like the only logical like turnabout from gentrification would be to i mean subsidize 
the people who already live in the neighborhood. I mean, it's not like there's not people who live in these neighborhoods already. I mean, there's empty houses, but, you know, why don't instead of letting some random outsiders from a different neighborhood... And maybe you know, not do it forever either. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, well, do, yeah. Obviously, say you have like a rent control in the beginning, five, ten year rent control kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then after that, it can only go up marginally, blah, 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 like with inflation maybe. And uh, then you have, you know, all these things. So the property that was going up now is debt, I mean, because a lot of them are probably renting too from the homeowners. Mm-hmm. The homeowner, one, that's why you have to put the rent control on so mm-hmm. they don't raise it on the people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe you make that homeowner be like, oh, you know, hey, you know, if you want, give them an option to buy. Or you then also, since that homeowner, you know, you got to you gotta work with, that's so, so complex. When you're, Stuff is complicated, so many, y'all. There's so many people <laughs> who you got to like talk to. You got no, the, you got you're the right. homeowners, you got the businesses. You got the government part. But I think, like, fundamentally, wouldn't it be nice if the... If people would talk about that shit instead of just saying fuck it? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a step before what I'm going to say. But, like, wouldn't it be nice if people were, like, down to help their neighbors? Like, wouldn't that be nice instead of, like, well, I earned earned my $7 million annual income, so since I earned it, I can't give it away because blah, blah, blah. Like, really? It's like, dude, you hate others so much. And you look at like marginal happiness doesn't even like you could see a jump from 70,000. They're not 000. looking at that. I know. But They're it, looking at their yachts. I know. But listen, they can still have their damn yacht. It's just on their next million dollars. Maybe pay a little more taxes. If fucking yachts were cheaper, I'd have one. Damn. Well, if more people can afford yachts, they'd be cheaper. Supply and demand. <laughs> I don't <laughs> demand then supply. <laughs> well, just the whole I mean supply and demand concept. You need the demand that'll drop the prices. Uh-huh, economy. But you gotta. I mean, hashtag <laughs> economy. Yeah, I would not have a house. I'd live on my own. Oh, yeah, houseboat. Yeah, Happy medium. I don't understand why people need such a big fucking house. Thank you. I like all agree. That means, I mean, I guess it makes sense. You gotta like, in a way, they gotta buy more shit, so they gotta go to the store that's paying. But they're also buying this expensive okay. shit imagine, that's not helping imagine, the low wage worker. If imagine you, this house and like <coughs> fix it up like multi-million yeah, just have dope. this house you can have it can look shitty on the outside but have once you walk yeah, in, like, like first change okay. this wallpaper yeah some perspective <laughs> though change, yeah, like, think about literally like i know this is an extreme example but think about like the louvre like kings used to live there mm-hmm. same with like you know obviously versailles and like all these places yeah. like you and all the fucking people that you work for all 67 of your employees like you're a business is that your home or is that your office like that's my question like i need a 17,000 square feet home office <laughs> no. so no yeah, I mean, <sighs> maybe if you have like seventeen kids, you should have a giant house. Yeah. Like the Duggars yeah, probably makes, need a lot of space. Sense. That makes sense. But when you got like your classic three kids, <laughs> classic. You got your wife, who yeah. all the bigger house does is just give her more rooms to bang the pool boy in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're a wife, you have to bang the pool boy. If you need to buy that big of a house and then you're working that hard obviously not doing some things for her wife that your wife that she needs and you have a pool you're just buying her shit (laughs) okay but honestly honestly she wants you to do other shit (laughs) best way to avoid that you be the pool boy never hire anybody to work on the yard i was gonna say wear a speedo (laughs) you can you can help her fancy out by wearing the speedo and pretend you're maybe just satisfy your fucking wife that's all i have to say maybe like a mustache or something and act like you're like latino pool boy i'm team mustache hola yeah. 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 If, instead of buying the yacht, maybe find the little man in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I think 
That's a John Steinbeck book. <laughs> uh, it was. He probably had it as a metaphor too. It's a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I don't, yeah, that's big houses because I'll work on them, and these they just have a bunch of shit that they never use. I and they buy yeah, they probably buy expensive shit that poor people aren't working at those places, so it's not necessarily no. helping those poor people who work at those retail places. You know, they've never heard of Fubu's. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Jay Z has <laughs> and he's got some money. Not anymore; he's bankrupt. No, but <laughs> okay. Jay Z, that's Kanye. Good. I'm glad you brought Jay Z up because Jay Z, Beyonce, Rihanna, Drake. In his new fucking film, uh, music video. I mean, these are literally millionaires who are 100% giving back to their community. Yeah, Drake like, donated Taylor Swift. I mean, Taylor Swift. Good point. Like, he paid Cash's legal bills. Yeah. Drake, yeah. Drake donated that whole uh, music And did it silently. Us, didn't he? Yeah. Was and like, did like, you watch the video? Yeah, it was really amazing. Dude. It was like under like just under a million dollars he donated it all. He gave it all away. So it's like not to say that you are immoral the minute that you start making millions and millions of dollars, but it's like the fact that capitalism and like wealth disparity exists i guess well, I is like, really my I think point capitalism is the best economic system i don't but you have to have <laughs> regulations on cat you can't have unchecked capitalism. yeah but you yeah. can't have socialism i mean i don't think it's i don't think anything is like inherently like evil because my problem with like real socialism like, like not norwegian socialism where they just own the oil companies <laughs> but why not I mean, I would be cool with that. Yeah. Like, cool. I mean, oil barons are assholes, so let's let <laughs> assholes run them. Yeah. But it's more if it's like an actual true socialist place. It's well, just yeah. giving the authority way too much power. And we bitch about the NSA. Imagine mm-hmm. if they own business. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, don't, just look at. Yeah. I mean, I'll be the Republican. No, I'm not a Republican, but I'll be like. What Chase look. is playing the devil's advocate. I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just I've kidding. studied <laughs> economics, and I uh-huh. prefer. I mean, I'm a Keynesian, so I prefer restrictions. Well, yeah, and because I'm, I'm not an idiot. Because you're not an idiot. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> like, yeah. if you want laissez-faire capitalism, you just want to hope to one day be the millionaire so you can fuck over other people. Well, and if you want to be like a pure socialist, just go look at Venezuela. And that's the perfect, that is pure socialism. Yeah. Not to like say that you're like, if you're a laissez-faire capitalist, you're a racist, but like. It will help perpetuate it. Perpetuates it. Because you, you can be a philanthropist. <laughs> I can never pronounce it. Ph- I don't give a phil-lamp- shit. You can give money purchase. to other people and help out their causes and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> And uh, of you. <laughs> still also be paying them shit wage so you can make more money. Yeah. Or not paying them at all. Because if you think about it, in a free, free, free market. What are your thoughts on universal wage? Just like out of curiosity. Oh, on like basic income? Yeah. I think it's going to have to happen. I think it needs to Well, yeah. To I mean, as in this, as the now what every the, industry is robotized, yeah. roboticized. Well, I think by the time that happens, Robo the robots tripping. are going to take over anyway. Dude, did you see So we that? need to like listen to like Elon Musk and Stephen Hawking and be like, yeah. let's calm down on this shit and don't listen to Mark Zuckerberg who says AI isn't bad. Let me get your face recognition for Facebook, for Snapchat. Okay, but did you see that video about that... Uh you know why Elon Musk the robot who learned model? how to open a door is that what you're talking about that yeah, shit was crazy I saw, shit was crazy. I saw this one about these uh, robots trying to run oh my god <laughs> yeah they, I think I've seen look, that they look awful like, <laughs> no did you see the video of the robot he like 
he, the robot, like, oh learned how to open a door. Did you see the robot doing push-ups? No. And working out? And he started using his, <laughs> he started using the things in his thing to produce water to cool him down. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck that. Listen. I just don't know about robots now. <laughs> I bow to my robot overlords, uh-huh. and I've never doubted that in my life, okay? <laughs> like, I, there's a reason Elon Musk, who's anti-robot, wants to colonize Mars. <laughs> I want to colonize Mars. He wants Mars. to get the fuck out of Earth when there's I'm robots. I'm trying to colonize. That'd be lit. I just, I, it's going to happen. Like, they're Let's not going to take your space. jobs. They're going to no, kill you. One-way trip to Mars, like... Cause think about See you in four especially years. Especially when it's not even colonized yet. Like, you're fucked if you're going to go there. I think not right now. Yeah, I mean, that was like the people who came to America. Because <laughs> the first people died. <laughs> no one lives there. You're just a test subject right That's now. That's true, We're though. just going to send you right there. That's true. No matter, no matter, human, it's part of the human, I think it's part of the human process, though. You're always like, what's going on over there? <laughs> you hear a noise, what's going on over there? You're like, hey, right. that mountain looks cool. What's on the other side? Did you ever watch Contact with uh, Jodie Foster? Is it Jodie Foster? I've never even heard of it. Is it? It's no, great. It's written by Carl Sagan. No, it's a, no. It's oh, oh, a book. That, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it was a book and like, okay. it's still a book. Yeah. It was written in like this. I've never really actually read like Nanny Sagan really. Um, it's really good. Basically, it's what you're saying. Like, they... Um, She's on a team of, like, scientists who, I mean, uh, like, listen to the cosmic radio background. You know about that shit? Um, And then they, like, intercept a um, message from Planet Vega. And it's like, I'm not going to tell you what it is because you should watch the movie. It's really good. But that's basically what it is. It's like. Does bad shit happen? No, it's not like an apocalyptic. You know what type I wanted deal. to see was that one that just came out like was it, like two years ago with like Amy Adams and stuff, mm. and she's like the language translator. Um, yes, what is that? I didn't Arrival. see that. Is it? That's what it's called. I right? like it though. I like that concept. Yeah. I'm a language gal. I'm a space gal. So <laughs> it's right up my alley, yeah. and yeah. I love Amy Adams. Oh, dude, she's awesome. she's so awesome. She's never not awesome. She's such a good actress. Actually, I didn't love her in Leap Year. It was a rom-com uh, where she went to Ireland to propose to her boyfriend. It wasn't very good. No. You didn't miss that I liked much. her in that, uh, <laughs> Trouble with the Curve. That's probably my... Maybe because I'm, the, I'm such a baseball fan with her and The baseball movie, yeah. And I, I don't know if I ever saw that one. With her and Clint Eastwood and, uh, oh. and uh, Justin Timberlake. And I was like, oh, yeah, baseball movie. And it was actually good, <laughs> too. Like They actually talked Sports. about the difference between the old school scout and the new sabermetric scouts and okay. all the difference and blah 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 and I was like and blah 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 yeah I, I mean you don't really like, you're, you're probably thinking sabermetrics blah 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 yeah pretty much <laughs> wow <laughs> no Amy Adams is the shit I think that's the moral of the story <laughs> yeah she's, like, she's an underrated actress I feel mm. like um, um we should keep talking about space cause cause just, you wanna talk about space now cause I'm interested in it and it's cool mm-hmm. And I'm reading Stephen Hawking's book right now. Uh, it's actually illustrated because I'm five years old, but it's the uh, theory brief history of time. No, oh, the brief, brief Rel- history time and relativity. Brief, yeah, yeah, I'm not that far into it's it. It's like big book that it tries to explain everything. Big old. Have you book. read Neil deGrasse? Neil deGrasse. DeGrasse, <laughs> our Lord and Savior. <laughs> his uh, astrophysics yes. for people in a hurry. No, I have not. But I'm no. gonna go to Barnes and Noble when it's, I leave here and buy it. It's really good. Um, but it's maybe for people in a hurry, but, like, you still Google shit. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about, you yeah. smart dude? That's how uh, Stephen Hawking's book is. He's like, yeah, so uh, you might think that the universe, like, actually works this way, but you'd be shocked to learn that 
actually it works this way. And you're like, no. really, Stephen? Wow, you don't say. Damn. And then it's like, oh, okay, now I'm reading a math textbook. I can't read this. <laughs> so I feel like when I was reading Piketty's On Capital, and I was like studying economics mm. and stuff, but I was like, yeah, but you got a PhD in a lifetime. And yeah. I just study it at UCO. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. And so I like Google and everything, blah, blah, blah. And you get through it, but it's one of, I mean, you know, books like that, you're just like, look, 10, 15 pages. And now I take my notes. <laughs> Yeah, and exactly. read that 600 pages over a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that's how my philosophy degree was. Sort of a lot of, like, wading through pages mm-hmm. upon pages. I'm only three classes short of a philosophy You should degree. just get it. Well, I'm three classes short of an econ degree, too. You should take but a, a general studies degree. class semester. I have my general studies degree because I decided Ooh. to take creative writing classes instead of focusing on... Take a six-class semester, and you would have <laughs> two more degrees. Yeah, and then be that guy. I've already... But I'm already a semester be, into my... I don't want to be that guy. I'm already, like... I have my, you know, semester now, and I'm grad school, my master's, and poli sci. Can you take undergrad school, undergrad classes while you're in grad school? I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. It's just more money you give them, right? (laughs) 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 And we're back. (laughs) Honestly, though. I did, because I did philosophy and I was like at OU and everything. Mm -hmm. They have a good department. I I focused on ethics and religion. Yeah. And they were like, they're actually like top 15 in the nation Mm -hmm. in that Yeah, it's a really good department. department. Mm And I transferred here because I got tired of... UCL has a really good philosophy department. Well, I transferred here for economics because I just was like... I got too much into worrying about whether God was real and if I was wrong for killing a bug. And I just got too into this. I've written so many crazy papers. You you are. I was was writing so many... I I wrote a paper there that it was okay to club a seal because the salmon were dying because we built the dam that's blocking the salmon and killing their population so it's order for us to correct that wrong and go and yeah. do it and that's our duty because that was when I was like a can't guy or can't how are you pronouncing I'm terrible at pronouncing shit Kant's. but I was yeah. all into like you know not a Kantian right here I kind of probably still am though if you think about my, all my views and stuff so the basis yeah. but really I'm more yeah. of a I just do whatever the fuck I want. You as long as I don't utilitarianism. That's what that is. That's no, because I don't, don't necessarily believe totally in that. Because I believe. I mean, I believe yeah. sometimes you don't have to you be should, like strict to, to the nth degree like about sometimes something. Sometimes you're supposed to do shit that's not totally better just because it's better, and you got to be morally morally do something that has less utility for the world. Yeah, but then, you know... In the long run, you, you could say that would have more utility. I was going to say, I mean, if you yeah. consider utility only what others think of you, but if you consider your own, like, thought process and, like, personal betterment as a utility, as a util yeah. unit of and utility... Everybody's, everybody's <laughs> got a little bit in them. Well, yeah, but I mean... Yeah. I just mean in the but your own, util- your own utils don't outweigh, like, the, the, the masses, I guess. I don't know. I'm more of a. I've read the Sermon on the Mount, so I try to try to follow my. <laughs> there you go. Like, if someone needs help, I help, try to help them. Bam. Bam. That's it. Hashtag go back to Jesus. Ethics. <laughs> go back to Jesus, that's who right. didn't really walk on water because that's physically impossible. You hush. The mobs are coming after us. I hear them. But he could have turned water into wine because a lot of people do. <laughs> I low key believe in magic, so. 
How do we know Jesus wasn't a wizard? I am not the person to have this conversation with because I'm just going to wholeheartedly agree with you that. What if Jesus created Hogwarts? <laughs> First of all, Jesus probably created a, a wizard school in Israel or Egypt. Like, I don't think if he would have done but then that his in followers created it in Rome, well, yeah. and then they and went then the and Empire. killed those pagans Chase, in I England, really, and then they created Hogwarts. I can't implore how much I am not the person to disagree with you here. <laughs> You're talking to a philosophy major who I have written a paper on how we're really in a simulation. And the Matrix oh, so is real. Person. No, Chase, you can write a paper on something you don't support, uh, as you just provided a wonderful example I of. I know. Uh, I gotta think we are in simulation. So, now. point being, <laughs> why can't magic be real? If okay, in another dementia, it could be. What is the what? What's the best way of convincing people that something is fake? Write a kids' book about it. <laughs> Boom. I mean, start a religion. Y'all are speechless right now. Write a book about it. <laughs> Boom. You tell me green eggs and ham aren't real. <laughs> Bullshit. I can get real. food coloring. No, I'm saying even more so they're real. Are they're real in your heart. <laughs> Magic is real. Nicholas Magic Sparks is real. about it. Uh, have you ever watched David Blaine's, like, stuff on Netflix? No. Okay, I've, really. seen, I've seen some of the shows and that shit is real. Like. Stephen Hawking is one of the participants in his show like he does magic for Stephen Hawking and Stephen Hawking I mean in his own capacity oh, is beaming that. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome you guys need to we maybe, need to just pause right now and like, watch all maybe of I need to go do more math <laughs> is that your Stephen Hawking impression <laughs> I like it <laughs> Stephen Hawking like on like a family guy or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's always, he's, even when he's like just himself a guesting on something, he's always just like an <laughs> asshole, like smart ass. He's smart. Smart ass. <laughs> Sarcasm is hard to convey via when you're like a talking machine through your cheek. Right, so. When you're that smart, you just you know you're a smart ass. Well, yeah, he's yeah. earned every right to be. Are you mad right now? Are you no. are you hurt by Stephen Hawking? Who hurt you? Did Stephen Hawking hurt you? You should go fight him. <laughs> Dude, I could, I, hey, I could be Sti- in another in, an, in another universe that's parallel where things are different. I could be Stephen Hawking. You, I mean, sure. But with that mind, he could have my life and I could have his life in a parallel universe. <laughs> a parallel universe where the only thing that's different is Chase and Stephen well, Hawking's I mean, lives I mean, are swapped. I mean, maybe, maybe then clowns were Meaningful. not clowns or something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, would, you know really, that stuff. would you really want to be Stephen Hawking, though? I'd like you to list uh, every detail yeah. that's different about I mean, this universe with ours. Yeah, but he also... He has ladies. Yeah. He's been married, like, twice. He has a bunch of kids. Can you really get it up, though? Probably not anymore. He has a bunch of kids. Yeah, but not anymore. The miracle of modern medicine. Viagra is sponsored on his insurance. Do you want to be forgotten in two generations when your grandkids die? Or do you want to be remembered for all... That's the total... That's a total imperialist mindset right there. Do you want to be remembered uh, for history? Oh, <laughs> man. Nah, there, nah. There's like eight Hamilton the Musical references I want to make right now, but I don't I think they're going to land. It. You can't watch it, but you can listen to it on Spotify, and I recommend it. I just read it. They got a tour of the United States sometime soon, right? 
And they already started. You can't get tickets because you're a poor. Sorry. I will save money. (laughs) No. No, like, they come to Oklahoma and every ticket is sold out. Like, you're a poor. You can't. (laughs) I'm a poor also. suck something. (laughs) Are you in the the OKC Philharmonic Club already? But I may know someone who knows someone who knows someone who is in that club and they have something that needs to be tended to. When you get those ticks, hit me up because I'm there. Honestly, if I ended up with some ticks, it's like, I probably wouldn't go. Okay. I'd probably sell them. All the more reason to hit me the fuck up. <laughs> I'd probably sell them all. Okay, well, Spotify is pretty much it. free, so you should listen to it. I'm going to listen to a few songs. I'm to the Phantom of the Opera when it's in town. That's so 1980s. I went to it on Broadway. Are you going to shit dope. talk the Phantom of the Opera right yeah, now? Because really we're going to have a fist I lo- fight. I love the Phantom of the Opera. Okay. I went to Broadway. I took my girlfriend after high school. I went to Broadway. I took my girlfriend after high school for a senior trip. I know Mr. We John Broadway. Six rows. Six rows. Six rows. No, matinee, son. <laughs> matinee, son. <laughs> Sunday morning. It was matinee, and there was still 150 bucks. Yeah. For yeah, one ticket. I went to the Broadway of England, West End. So, ooh, cheerio. Ta ta. Gosh. Do we need tea and it put was, our pinkies on? It was a good show. Tea? Wait, like, did you go to England? Uh, no, I Skyped in. <laughs> yes, I did. That's the one thing I want to do is actually go to Travel other countries to besides places. Canada and Mexico. I've been to Canada, England, France, and Italy. How's like, Canada? I've always wanted to go. I was only there for a day, oh, but it was good. I was in BC, okay. British Columbia, you, Victoria, British English Columbia. There, so that's the place they to go. speak English, but they speak like English. Like I passed a shop that was like S H O P P E. I'm like, ooh, I'm a shop. I like love it. A shop. I just speaking of imperialism. Can't do planes. Like I go. To, I've gone to Why? Hawaii three times, and the last time I went. We took a red eye back to L.A., and, like, midway through, I started having a panic attack, mm. and I was like, this is fucking terrible. Because I was like, there yeah. was, like, a bump, and I couldn't sleep, and everyone else was sleeping. I was like, I oh, can't I can't sleep on I started, planes. I couldn't sleep, and then I started not getting comfortable, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, my God, and then I was like, I'm in a death trap. The thing goes down in the middle of the ocean, and it's the Pacific Ocean. Like, we're going to die, and blah, blah, blah. And Do you like, drive in cars, though? Yeah, but I usually drive myself unless I drink. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Like, and I, if I'm if I'm in control, like if I was a yeah. pilot, I don't give a shit about flying. My flight from Rome. I don't, know, I don't like roller coasters only because I don't like not having yeah. the control of the the thing that the can thing. kill me. The thing, like, like the captain of the ship. Me, You're gonna can, go down with your own ship. <laughs> no, I'm gonna jump off the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, my flight from Rome was stuff. 13 hour flight time. Fuck 13 man. hours. It was I horrible. Down a trip to I Rome. watched three movies. You turned down trip to Rome. The year before Why? I'd gone back to California and left my team hanging in the summer. So the next year I stayed to play baseball and that was when college mm. scouts started like looking at me play. So it was kind of like a choice too. Mm. And then now I look back and how I I'm didn't like, actually play look baseball. Look where you're at now. Like, Uncultured swine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Rome was fucking awesome. I am awesome. a construction worker so I am an uncultured swine. Yes. <laughs> I know a lot of people who are Sanders supporters who went to Trump too. And a lot of them work Shameful. construction jobs. It's almost like you just would leap to the white man in charge. No, mm. their thing is we just want mm. someone to blow up the system. That's worse. Well, because they're like, <laughs> what's better. They're like, they're like, what's the system done for people like us in sixty years besides make yeah. our wages stagnant? And I'm like, what? You just I mean, said they wages have a stagnant, point, but it's like, <laughs> I, like voted, I voted not... for Johnson. 
for philosophical reasons. I don't think that that's better, James. Well, because Warren had Clinton had so many Facebook fights listen, about this. Clinton wasn't gonna win in Oklahoma, <laughs> but we could get a third ballot candidate on Oklahoma no, if he got enough votes, have. which means that only How the Green it? Party gets to have signatures. How is it realistic to, to say that Clinton can't win in Oklahoma, but a third party can? I didn't want a third party to win. I wanted a third party on the ballot for sure. Without them having to get wow. signatures, because then that allows the fourth biggest party, which is the Green Party, Green party to yeah. take all the signatures that the Libertarian Party used to always fight for. Because, shoot, I was a liberal in signing Libertarian petitions because I want as many options as possible on a ballot. I just don't know if that election was the election to make the micromanage choice. It was when you're not gonna you're not gonna switch something by that big of a percentage. I know. I guess I also just fundamentally now, if I don't lived, believe if, in if like I lived in Colorado predicting things. If I lived in Colorado or Hawaii, like it wouldn't even been a decision. I would there would be no way. I yeah, would but Colorado and Hawaii order. weren't the states that not Hawaii, Ohio. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I was like, like Hawaii? Why? I just say Colorado because it's always a purple state, you know? Yeah. Like any purple state? If yeah. I lived in a purple state? To me, that wasn't even a question. I just guess that, like, fighting over the fighting over November was pointless when it was, like, I mean, it was May to August. No, I voted, for, I, vo- I, voted, I voted for every Democrat who was running for stuff that actually affects people's life on a daily basis, which is people... Just, in Congress. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> great job there. <laughs> Look at Congress right now. Good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're right. Doing, the state you're of Oklahoma, right. the, new, the, new, the new chair is balling right now. Good. That sounds winning. like a good thing. Although they're winning. <laughs> They've won the last four special elections on the state level. Oh. Flipping that. You got to flip the states yeah. first. People forget. Yeah. Democrats, Democrats could have control with their health care stuff like we did with Obama and two parts of the House. Mm-hmm. But what happened? They lost so many state legislatures. So good. And the downside is, is we're a federalist country, so the states still have experiments. Um, that's my fourth, fifth, and sixth Hamilton, Hamilton the Musical reference tonight. <laughs> that is just... Uh. Well, I love... Hamilton's my favorite founding Listen father. to the musical. Don't be like, it's a musical. I can't, I like like, I can't listen to a musical. I like okay, musicals. well then... I wanted to see it before I... You, that's not an option, my friends. It's not an option. But think of how much better it'll be if you've never heard. I mean, I've heard some songs, obviously, but if you've never like experienced it and you get the chance, and you're just like, "Oh shit, this ten year wait was so fucking no. worth it." Because <laughs> no, because you're gonna see it at some fucking high school in ten years, no, and it's gonna be like that. Hamilton. I'm 14 years old. Like, or it'll be no. like the Phantom of the Opera, where there's a movie. I would be okay with a Hamilton movie. I would be cool with that. But the like, the movie wasn't bad. Did you know that Hamilton was written by the same guy who wrote Moana? Another fantastic. You know he's still the crazy guy from House to me. Well, good. The crazy guy from House wrote <laughs> Moana and Hamilton, so you should check. But he was them both so great out. as it because he was like one of House's friends, and House was so I sad when he House. died. No, I've never seen Moana either. <gasps> I've watched Moana on multiple acid See, trips. So. I, I, I liked it. It was so good. It just it had too many songs. They said it was better than Frozen. Uh, I like Frozen. Frozen's better. trash, and I Chase like only Frozen likes Frozen because he likes Taylor Swift. So his opinions <laughs> Is that a, are I like out white the girls <laughs> with yeah. blonde hair. Yes. <laughs> I don't though. Period. I have, my my niche is like dark curly hair. If you look at my history, it's great. Dark curly Anyways, hair. Frozen was trash, <laughs> and there's brunettes in that movie too. Just so you know. Why? It wasn't tra- why? Where? Where did the magic from the trolls come from? 
Why? I don't. Where were it's Anna and Elsa's parents? No, cartoons can have Didn't consistency. They die? Didn't they die? Aren't they Tarzan's no. parents? Yeah, Isn't died. that like the they theory? The That's Tarzan. Shipwreck. They died they in the die. shipwreck. They yeah, they died in the shipwreck. No, they didn't die. On Tarzan. No, yeah, they didn't die. On they landed Frozen. and they had Tarzan because Tarzan is there. No brother. one's talking about Tarzan, no, Chase. I know. No, they their ship they got lost at sea because they ended up and had Tarzan as a baby and then they died. Talking about Tarzan. Frozen. Is this I a conspiracy know. theory? It's a, conspir- oh. it's a Disney conspiracy oh. theory that. that Tarzan <laughs> is their little brother. I just googled where are their parents on um, Frozen, and the first thing they came up was Frozen director debunks major Disney conspiracy theory. Who cares? <laughs> Who you cares? Chase. That's the byline. Who cares? They tried to debunk the NSA too, and that came out the truth. Snowden proved that. On a completely <laughs> similar and relatable note to Frozen conspiracy theories. <laughs> No, Frozen is trash. You're not going to convince me otherwise. Go watch Moana again. I I didn't say it was bad. It's in one of my cup of tea, per se. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, I think the best is people are allowed on subjective things, on subjective things like art to disagree. Do you want to start a conversation about subjectivism and art with a philosophy grad? Do you want to do that? Is that what you want? I thought you said you had another semester. Okay, that's why I that's why I paused really hard when I said grad. I have fucking health, humanities, and a music class left, so. Have a I guess it would be like degree. I mean it'd be like talking to me on economics and politics. Oh, uh, right? you're not a grad. You're just you just have ninety percent of a degree. But so. I also have a semester done of graduate work on political science mm. masters. Oh, I made you this cake. That's also what do they call that? What do they call that argument from authority too? Mm-hmm. Well, it's about yeah. you want to argue with someone who's got a degree. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The fallacy of authority. I struggle whatever. with that fallacy. Because that's what our whole entire like basis of everything everything is. is. Yeah. 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 I gotta take a pee. Have fun. We're gonna hold down the fort for you. So, anyways, uh, Frozen's trash. Moana rules. <laughs> I need to watch Moana. I think you need to watch Moana. It's actually really interesting. It's that's about the. It's like fable Hawaiian fables of their creation like Maui pulls the uh you know islands out of the ocean and he gets his little hook stolen his magic hook stolen it's a great family film <laughs> take your okay. kids in your opinion though best disney movie you got to do this to me um disney specifically disney pixar either or oh my god disney or pixar can I just throw like some good ones? You can do out top there? three. You can do top three, top five. Oh my god! Okay, Bugs Life is up there. Yeah, Bugs Life definitely. Ma- um, Monsters Inc is up there. Uh, oh, I I think I have to say number one favorite. I actually don't know if it's Disney though. Um, uh, Road to El Dorado. No, not Road to El Dorado. Although that is a great movie. Um, Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> think that might be Disney Pixar. Is it Disney Pixar? That's a fantastic movie. Yeah. I uh, My sister used to live in a different city, like an hour away, and whenever my dad and I would drive up there, we had um, Emperor's New Groove on a cassette tape, <laughs> the audio of that movie. Oh my god, and we would just... I mean, I can probably quote that entire movie at you, which is like no one's favorite thing about me. <laughs> I love Emperor's New Groove. Oh my god, it's such a I good I think movie. you gotta have like Mulan, definitely. Mulan, I have... I, Mulan, I, I hate to admit this, like, I've only seen Mulan one time. It was on Netflix. It was on Netflix, yeah. yeah. And it was a great 
experience. I watched it with my best friend. I think Hercules is fantastic. fantastic. I've Uh, seen Hercules like 300 bazillion times. Bugs Life definitely. A lot of people like ants over Bugs Life, but Bugs Life is so much better. Okay, but ants. It depends how you're looking at it. I was going to say. Ants is like an actual movie. It's like a story of the proletariat. Like, that's a a movie made for grown ups. We're talking about. The downside about ants, though, is like, you got to. I was an Aunt Z too. And now you gotta like. Cool. Now you gotta Aunt think. Of, now you gotta think about because now because it used to be one of my favorite screenwriters and directors, but now you kind of gotta look who wrote it, and you're like, ah, what? Who? What? Woody Allen. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, he Woody wrote Allen wrote He's Ants. He's a screenwriter for Ants. I had no idea. Huh. Think of the dialogue though, and how it is, and there's an awkward character. And he did marry his stepdaughter. That's really? what's weird. He did, yeah. But I mean, like, she was adopted, so I guess it's like a little. But then there's bit the thing weird. that got. I don't know. That's less weird. No, but there's so the weird. thing that happened with you know, uh, Mia Farrow's daughter. That whole thing. Dylan. Which like I don't know. I look at it, and like he fought it in court too. Like he didn't like just straight like deny. But then you also know that that. How is fighting it in court know, not straight denying it? <laughs> uh, well, you know what I mean. Like straight denying actually, it so hard that I'm gonna you get know, a lawyer you know what, to you say know what it for I mean. me. <laughs> like I, from a legal perspective, I want to say like the dude's innocent. But then from a, but you know, I don't know. but then there's the thing. Chase. His argument was that Mia Farrow was coaching her, and blah blah. blah. Because she was so young, but then now she remembers it, mm-hmm. and blah, which I kind of want to believe that as she got older. Chase, I think that sometimes you torture yourself with the, like, textbook application of a theory or of a worldview, and I, I think, I don't I think have it textbook hurts you. Applications. You just, you said from a legal perspective. Because legally, he is innocent. Yeah. But we that can't, doesn't mean that... But it doesn't mean he's also guilty. There you go. But it's like... That's yeah, I, I, that's I, what I, I sucks. What you know saying. what I mean? Like, cause you'd be saying. like, man, like that's that's a pretty uh, like, uh, and you kind of are a little creepy, and then you married your stepdaughter, like, yeah. You I just it. don't have a huge problem with like maybe overstepping my bound, my <laughs> legal bounds, and being like, you're still a scumbag. I mean, I'm cool. I'm cool with someone saying like, no, I think I I, I think you did it, and you just got off. Like, I'm cool with that because that happens all the time. Yeah, especially on that kind of stuff. Yeah, like really, yeah. especially on that kind of stuff. But it's also I also know people who have had false ass case, ac- accusations against uh-huh. them too, which sucks because that's like what four or five percent of the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like just don't be an asshole. Yeah, is that really so hard to? What just do you think about the Aziz be an thing? Asshole? Is that as bad as... That's not as bad as the others. Like, there is no. a degree to this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Y- like, he obviously yeah. was just being kind... And he does technically have a position of power, but at the end of the day, he's still not like... It wasn't like someone in his Ew. career path, you know what I mean? It was like a chick he met online, went on a date yeah. with, blah, blah, blah. I think it's kind of like less of like, Aziz sorry, like sexually abused me, sexually harassed me, versus like... Don't go on a date with Aziz Ansari. Like, that's... And I've, you don't, know... Don't go back to his place. Go uh, on a date and then wait a couple Well, times, I mean, if he's know? weird... You know, I don't have any problem with someone going back to someone's well, place either. like the first time. But, like... Well, I mean, now he, what we know might, about what he did, like, just go on a date with him. Right. But give it time. But, I mean, point being, like, once again, like, maybe don't be an asshole. Like, I've gotten multiple, you know... But what he did afterwards from everything I've read, she, like... 
you know, messaged him and blah, blah, blah. And he, like, yeah. messaged her back and was like, oh, well, I didn't, you know, mean that. Well, I'm sorry. And, like, apologize to her, like, in person and, yeah. well, you know, and stuff like that. And acknowledge, like, hey, I didn't mean to, you know, I didn't know that that's how you're feeling because it seemed like it was going well. And then she, yeah. then she had that article and stuff come out. So that one, to me, seems a little sketch. I think it's kind of like... You know what I mean? I don't have a problem with women gaining courage to speak out on the bullshit that has happened to them. And date in my shit. personal sphere, I've had women reach out to me and say, don't date this person. I've had... And I feel like a lot of women can relate to this. You yeah. know, I've seen stickers in women's bathrooms, literally at the pump in Oklahoma City, a sticker in the women's bathroom that a girl made and says do not match with this person on tinder and has a picture of his face and i mean a lot of a lot of my best friends are girls so i've had a lot of well yeah so lot, i mean a lot of stories I, so of, i mean back to my point i think like the empowerment doesn't have to just stretch out to the people who have like you don't have to gatekeep abuse and it's like if the worst thing that happens from his allegation outside of his career which like his career shouldn't get ruined at all well i mean for it because he, she reached out to him and told him what he did and blah blah, and he said, yeah, "I didn't. I whatever. thought it was going well. Like I didn't know that you didn't want to." But it's like Kristen Stewart's career shouldn't have been ruined from her getting cheated on, or her, her cheating on someone a long time ago. She's like an indie darling, and it's kind of always. She said the biggest regret she has is the Twilight's because yeah, she so likes to be. Have you seen her? She's kind I of mean, just like doesn't is like that public. Aziz things. Ansari's career career ruined right now? I, we don't know. Exactly. We'll see when the next season of Master of None comes out. Exactly. But, I mean, like every celebrity, I mean, there's a level of your personal life is put into the main sphere. So it's like if the worst thing that happens outside of what happens to his career is that men all over the world are like, oh, shit, like he didn't mean to do anything. Maybe there's been positions where I've done something that I didn't know, like didn't go over well. Like, Don't try to bang drunk girls. No. That's the easiest Not even that. I just think that. That's my philosophy. Not even that. I mean, I think specifically from the Aziz Ansari thing, it's like, what you should be taking from it, even if you don't think that she was in the right to share her story or you don't think that she was in the right to feel offended, it's like, yes, you need to question, not you personally, but like everyone needs know. to you question should still, more often. You should still often, always question it. Question more often how your actions are coming off to other people. Be more observant on how other people are receiving. Yeah. And it's like, sure, she might be some crazy gal that just decided to randomly flip on a dime and decide she doesn't want to do something. with the Aziz thing, though, like, it seems like he was just terrible at what he was doing. And she, like, told him how awkward it was and blah, 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 and he acknowledged and, you know, know, they actually had a... On something, like, on that kind of level, that should be something, like, the two people should probably handle. Yeah. Together. Like, they did. Like, he said, like, I thought we, like, you know, I, you know, said that and... All that, yeah. On that, and there's other things that you know you can't go grabbing asses at clubs, right? I just, I guess, like, I don't have that much sympathy for like. I just don't have that much sympathy. There's gonna be people who are <laughs> sacrificial lambs sympathy. for the greater good in a way. I get, yeah. I mean, you can look at it like that. I mean, because if everybody opens up about every little thing that makes them uncomfortable, some people are gonna get a bad end of the stick, and when they didn't do anything bad, but in the long run society itself is going to find where exactly it lies right and i uh, know the difference between like 
yeah. that and But that. I mean, I feel like if you look at the response to like what's happening with what happened with Aziz Ansari and also Louis C.K. It's well, like there's so kind of, much Louis lamentation. Like a total abuse of power. Well, like, I hey, mean, I'm Louis C.K. I'm about to jack off in front of you. Right, but I mean, that's pretty it's still the, the the point is you know when you look at the responses to those those people's allegations and to what actually you know. No one defended Louis and every like fifty no. fifty defend Aziz. I saw so many people, at least, if not defending, there's just a lamentation. It's just like. Oh my god, like I never thought that like da 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 that this could ever happen. And when you look at it, I mean their comedy a lot of times hinges on like how much they understand women. Like I understand women so Louis much. Louis C. K kind of is more like I jack off in front of people comedy. Some of it is, <laughs> but some of his bits I mean, some of his bits really are like Now Aziz though, he's written like masterful episodes on like women and bars getting yeah. hit on aggressively and yeah. followed and you know does, stuff like he that he does stand up on that but even louis ck has stand up about yeah. how dating men is the worst thing that happens to women and how which it's not but you know it's he's a comedian but it's like you these guys these men in their trade a lot of their trade relies on the perception that they just know women and there's nothing there's a difference between your persona being I know women and I'm relating to women and I say things that are funny and women get it you know like Aziz Ansari does he mm-hmm. had you know he, I always thought of, he seemed pretty understanding too yeah like understanding and stuff like that and I think that's Which, what if made you actually it, read his like thing like you know and him like talk about it finally and stuff like mm-hmm. he just kind of seemed like he was like I mean yeah what I did because like everyone you can look all over like the internet Aziz everyone's like well he's never said he didn't do it yeah and I mean that's like, the thing and, and he's like, you know, like, and he's not trying, he seemed like he's not trying to justify it either. Good. Like how I Louis, se- Louis kind of seemed like he was kind of trying to justify yeah. it in a way, you know what I mean? Like, well, I was, I was, I didn't realize, I you know, just... blah, blah, blah. Like Aziz is saying, you could say he didn't realize because mm-hmm. he was trying to make a move on a girl. She came back to his apartment. She was okay with it. Okay right. with it. Okay with it. Okay with it. But then later on, she messaged him and said, hey, you know, I wasn't necessarily okay mm-hmm. with it and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, well. You know, I, yeah. that's not what I intended. Then I thought you were, and I think a lot of it is people spend too much time nowadays just like texting or talking mm-hmm. or not like not paying attention to mannerisms mm-hmm. and being able to judge mannerisms. Mm-hmm. I agree. And you can kind of tell when a chick wants to and will do it, and mm-hmm. you can also tell when or wants to and will. You always know, say wants to and will do it, but then when they're kind of like. Eh, but they do right. it anyway. Like, you can tell a big difference just by man. Yeah, I mean, but you say you can tell. I mean, I, I don't think that's a standard for people in general. No, no. And I think, like, you gotta, you what... You gotta be also looking for it, too. You well, know? I think what you might take from the Aziz Ansari thing is... Be careful. No, well, yeah. And I think it's your perspective, not to, like, speak for you, but I think your and perspective is more like, oh, this happened to him, like poor guy was just kind of trying to live his life and just trying to have a girl over and da 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 but what it speaks to me is more you know this girl has to it speaks to me no I mean I'm just saying like I think from not like that no I'm just I think that a woman's perspective of this is more she didn't feel comfortable saying that she wasn't into it yeah beforehand and she's at his place so she doesn't know if she can actually get out of it if she says no and and then he gets aggressive that's a position that everyone's familiar because she may have gotten someone who was aggressive before yeah and she just thinks he's gonna do it and so she says okay and which that's not fair at all exactly and i think that you know there's men who have found themselves in similar positions 
Oh, but yeah. Have you ever been around like forty-five-year-old ladies who are like for real. who are like drunk? No, and they just absolutely. grab your damn ass, and you're like, they do that to they do but, that to young girls too. Just yeah, to let you know, like, not like in a creepy like, way, but I've had girl like white women. guy, white guy Joe Rogan, ultimate man guy said yeah. the difference between when that happens to me when a female lady just grabs me and you know tries to do that mm-hmm. is I don't feel physically threatened. Exactly, that's what I was just about and to say. And he was like, there is no way a woman won't feel physically threatened if I were to grab them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that makes a huge difference. And I think that that really is a big part of the whole movement. You could say that's happening right now. The whole Me Too thing is like, it's really displaying that, you know, I think men are finally waking up to the amount of power that they really have. And it's like, maybe... Maybe not every man has the same power of Aziz Ansari or has the power... I mean, let me finish. I mean, I just think that there is a power dynamic where one might not expect there to be a power dynamic in a similar way of two, a black dude and a white dude applying for the same job are going to have a different power dynamic just based on who you are walking in, unfortunately. Yeah, like that study that was done by the same guy. Yeah, same, the same Joe, exact Jose. And mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would it's go power. With, it's men, I think, have always known they have power, but I think they're starting to realize that at the same time, that power that you can, you can use that... <laughs> Welcome. You can, you, can, like, you, can, you can like use that power as a man to like have money and fame and do some good stuff or conquer the world in war. But then they're starting to realize that We're talking about men and power dynamics. Oh, Welcome yeah. to the table. And, <laughs> and, and the negative and the negative effect that they're really right. I feel like everybody's realizing about that. Yeah. Is it's okay if you're conquering the world or you're making a lot of money, but it's not it's okay. It's okay. No, All right, I'm with, the, the, I'm with you. I'm with you. The idea of the power, like yeah. it's okay when it's. Not someone who's your sister, your mom, your Ooh, yeah. daughter, and stuff like that. And they're realizing it's kind of like how all those parents, or you know, a lot of Republicans, like their family members come out gay and they're like, oh, now it's different. I think men are starting to realize that when they're hurting women, like random chicks at the bar, just doing the things yeah. they're doing, they're like, you know, that could be my wife, my daughter. But what I if some dude right did now, that to my daughter? Kind I of think thing. right now you're conflating, quote, using power or, quote, using that with aggressing and abusing someone. And I don't think that that's the same thing. And I think that you kind of accidentally proved my point as far as there is a power dynamic that you don't employ. You just own and you just ooze. Yeah, you don't think about it. Yeah, and so it's not a question of necessarily like, I'm going to use my power today as a white man to walk into this and da-da-da. It's like you don't use that. You just have that. Yeah, it's like... And, like, that's what, you know, like you said earlier, you don't have to, like, I don't know, you mentioned something about Aziz Ansari and, like, he's not that quote-unquote powerful, but it's, like, he kind of... Yeah, I didn't mean it, like, I I meant, I didn't mean it like that as much as in that that situation, because we were talking about Louis C.K. as well. Yeah. Where Louis C.K. was people who were working, you know, going to be working under him that wanted him. That was someone he went on a date with. That's a good distinction. And and that's the distinction I was making. I wasn't... No, I I, I agree. I wasn't... I mean, yeah, he's got power over her. Like, but then that's why I said, you know, she you know, in that situation could not maybe tell him that she was uncomfortable mm-hmm. and would do it anyway because maybe someone else before got aggressive with her and she didn't want that to happen. So mm-hmm. she just kind of made herself okay with it in that situation. Yeah. Or even like, 
just to be in a gal. Like you don't necessarily have to have had something happen to you. And like, sometimes you want to you like want to stop in the, after a little bit. You yeah, know? you just want to like make so out, and mess bad. around a little bit. Can like, I come not on. just make out anymore? Like, like, sometimes, you wanna, sometimes you want to. Sometimes you want to. Sometimes you want to be back in high school, right? <laughs> hey, I'm Amber. Nice oh, to meet you. We got another Joe. guest now. Do I need to? And that's right you can grab it, whoever. And Kaylee's here. Snatch the mic. We're uh, having just a light and airy conversation about <laughs> imperialism, abuse of power. You know how the name Notes from the Shed came from? What? The name, because the podcast is Notes oh, from the Shed. Oh, uh-huh, what? Were you in a shed? What do people do in sheds? <laughs> Think so of that 70s show. Oh, like, I don't know. So, <laughs> right. But you have, the, you have uh-huh. conversations where you talk about movies, then you yeah. end up somehow... Have in, you in, seen in, Moana? I have. Have you seen Frozen? She said Frozen's garbage. Which one's better? You shouldn't. You buried the lead. <laughs> Which one's better? She's mouthing Moana at me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you don't have to. You can think about it. You don't have to decide right now. But but I might have to think about that because there's a little bit. Uh, there's like okay. different elements. She said nuance. Frozen's garbage. Frozen is garbage. It's, why? Where does their magic come from? Where's their parents? Why are they trolls? Why is she? Why is she not in? They're not in school. She's a princess. Princess of what? Where is this region? Is it? She doesn't want to talk in the mic. <laughs> no, I'm, I get nervous in mics. I'm. She I'm doesn't being like her. About she doesn't. Frozen. She probably doesn't like her voice. <laughs> oh dang! I feel you. I, I hate. I hate my voice. Well, just don't listen to it. Just plug your ears. <laughs> I gotta realize. I gotta realize how stupid I sound sometimes. I actually heard that the way that your ears are shaped uh, is why you hate your own voice. Everyone hates no, their own I voice. I read it different. It was because oh, Chase read it differently. Everybody. Okay, so when you, from what I read, when you talk like this, uh-huh. the bone vibrations from your jaw, yeah, you're hearing those vibrations as well. How's that different from what I said? I don't, but when, then, then when you, and then, and then, and then when you, and then, and then when you listen through like, that's what TMJ is so loud to you. <laughs> that, that's why your voice sounds deeper than it actually yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. We're saying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also deaf, so what? I need to get my ears cleaned probably. <laughs> clean your ears. Actually, I hear that when you clean your ears too much. No, you got to go to like a it's bad for you. And get them to like scrape stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. So I should shout at you for the rest of the evening no Chase. people will say don't ever have that shouting girl on there again. <laughs> oh. i'm sure i've already been loud enough to warrant that so <laughs> if they've seen your facebook <laughs> <laughs> yeah they know you're yelling sometimes. loud in another way yeah stay in your place thank you thank you someone's like, on my team Excuse me. Every time we get into an argument, decisive. though, I always message her and say, listen, <laughs> like you're the one who got me. Because every time we get in an argument, Chase is like, listen, I agree with 89% of what you're saying. But I do. But I'm going to harp on the well, because we're 11%. Arguing, you also harp on the other 11%. But too. I don't. You do that too, especially if it's not a hundred percent. All right, like, oh. all right. I think a lot of it's also when there's because we've argued like just in private messages, like arguing, <laughs> and it's a lot better what? than when there's also like five or six other people talking yeah. because yeah. then those people like skew the argument you're having with the one. You're person. like, wait, 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 wait. You're like, yeah. And it's like too Facebook. many at once. Yeah, there's been too many. Yeah. I had a post the other day where I was like, I'm as liberal as they come, but I hate socialists. 
And then I had a 200 thread comment <laughs> arguing like, with this dude. Chase, you can't say that because you're not as liberal as they come if you're not further on the spectrum than some. <laughs> I am, because where is this? That's spe- literally what if, that on, means. On the, on the political spectrum, you got, you got your centrist. You got your center left. This is just your basic one. There's a lot well, of stuff in between. Uh, yeah. You got your now your. I went to left. eighth grade. So. Oh, I'm about to mansplain real quick. <laughs> uh. So there's there's the legislative, there's judicial, and then what's the third one? Which one? Is Donald it? Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> MAGA. No, but there is like 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 someone who's like identifies as like a liberal liberal. I like, mean, especially yeah. Especially like in like the ac- like the academic field, that sounds. It's really just like so awkward right now because we're in the middle of the shift of language between what liberal, leftist, progressive, left leaning, like what they really mean, and it's like what one person could mean might be right, but it's going to be completely different from what this other person is saying, who might be wrong or might be right because, in some reasons. That's because the right wing totally ruined the word liberal. Well, yeah, and it's so. So what? What are you? They did. They they're so much better. So at I'm it still too. saying like the right I, wing I is so much better at being negative, and yeah. they ruined yeah. the word liberal. And lib prog- uh, went from then they tried to say, hey, cook. no, we're progressive now. We're not liberals. We're progressive now. When they were really just being the same way, because I was in like that third way when yeah. it was happening. But really, there is a difference between being a progressive and being a liberal. Well, I know that, but I mean, a liberal's a little more conservative. I just think it's kind of funny for you to say, like, I'm as left as they come, except for no, those people. I didn't people. say I was as left as I come. I'm as liberal as they come, Capital which means L. I'm almost a progressive, Capital which L. means I'm getting slowly to a leftist. So if you're almost a progressive, that it's means like that you could be more liberal. I could be more conservative, too. But I'm just, I mean, I'm harping on a point. That's, yeah. That's I mean, yeah, I could end up being oppressive, but there's some things that people who say they're progressives and yeah. by, you know, like, managing daily life stuff like wanting to have laws on soda on how much companies can sell on a soda yeah to me I mean, it's more of an individual if someone wants to kill themselves go ahead yeah but if you get back into what you were talking earlier about um evolutionary biology i mean weren't you the one saying that our choices can directly influence like evolutionary biology and like why would you want a fatter uglier not uglier but like more unhealthy populace a more undereducated oh if you want to just not have your kids in school i don't give a fuck like a well, I never know. said I didn't want kids in school. I just said no. I, want to, I, I didn't. I, said I don't. Assume I said if do. I want to go to Seven Eleven and buy a forty-eight ounce soda, I don't I want the government just, to limit it to only thirty-two ounces. But it's like you can't. You can't also say that and then be like, but I don't want America to be fat. Like you can't hold both of those. If things you want to be fat, time. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but do it's you your want, right. To. Do you want the American like death age to plummet? I don't care. Well, what I care think. about is if you want to so you get, don't care if, about a healthy populace. No, if you want to get fat and stuff like that, that's your own personal choice. I believe that you should have the liberty and freedom to do whatever you want yeah. as long as in that way you're not harming other people's right to do the same. Yeah. So if you want to go get fat, go and do it. Now, if you become like so fat that you can't take, take care of your kids or something, then you're taking away someone else's liberty to be able to do something yeah. like that. So there becomes a problem. Yeah. But I mean, and I do is believe when feeding people, your kid is, you know, feeding your kids a forty-four ounce of Sprite every single day. I mean, is that a personal liberty? No, I don't think you should. But I also don't think you should yeah. take kids away just because their parents. I don't just they, take kids away. No, I'm but, talking about taking sodas. But away. that's where that goes because you see it nowadays. Kids, Why can't it stop at taking sodas away though before they get to that point? Because it's, you have the freedom to do it, and if you mess I that guess, up, you don't yeah. necessarily. You take that parent and you tell them, hey, you know, you try to 
convince them to do it. Yeah. You know? And I'm cool with paying a societal cost for freedom. Like, if yeah. you want to go fuck okay. up and, you know, smoke cigarettes or something, I'm cool with, like, how Canada does it. If you're an mm-hmm. alcoholic and you get a liver replacement, you at least can get it in Canada. But you get one. Yeah. You yeah. get one. You get one okay. fuck up. I just, I, I get that. But I just don't, I, I would be I, careful in, think about that when you think about your opinions on public health and when you think about your opinions on, like, the kids being the future and you know where you're talking about being remembered in history it's like do we want to have a history i was saying that's what people are I, thinking I, about I in that i'm situation. just bringing yeah, that yeah, back yeah. up yeah. going back to that you know it's just i i'm harping on another point <laughs> no i mean when it comes to healthcare, i think i mean i think you got to be more specific <laughs> i think people shouldn't have to worry about it yeah i like what germany does where you go into the hospitals and the doctors and they build a government. Mm-hmm. And then the taxes fluctuate with the previous year and, you know, mm-hmm. fluctuate and stuff. But, I mean, they also have a pretty conservative government, too. Yeah. For Europe. Angela Merkel, leader of the free world. She's honestly not that bad. No, she's fine. I don't know that much about Germany. She's politics. better than, like, Margaret, Margaret Thatcher and stuff. Yeah, the only other woman leader of Europe you have to compare her with. Yeah, so logically we're going to... That is right. Uh, Theresa May, just want to get that third one out on the open. You mean Trump May? (laughs) (laughs) That's the downside is like all the women are always conservative. Those women's... Well, yeah, because they're like, don't be threatened, white guys. I'm here to boost you up before me. Don't worry. See, I wish. Don't worry. I wish it would have been <laughs> like worry. Elizabeth Warren instead of Hillary. Oh, hells to the yeah. Because she would have. Elizabeth Warren's fucking awesome. She doesn't want to run though. I know she doesn't. She she's likes chilling. Being a senator. But at the same she's, time, no, she's a thinker. She's she's someone who was a law professor, and then now she gets to do in the Senate what she was doing as a law yeah. professor, and well, I think she loves it. And I don't like. I did vote for Bernie, so whatever. But I'm just so fucking tired of seventy year olds. Do we need another one? Do we need more septuagenarians? Like I would be cool if Jerry Brown wasn't like eighty something. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like because he's actually done a pretty good job as an executive many times now. All right. I don't think that every seventy-year-old is bad, but it's like okay, that's we, ageism. Uh, okay. I don't uh, want the dynasties anymore. But if you're gonna get into isms, like if you want to get in, like if you want diversity, a lot of us are talking about black people in office, Native Americans in office, you know, all these non-white groups then, in office. But if you're of, talking about diversity, you need to also talk about young people in office. Instead of running Hillarys, run Obamas. We, we run to. young people in those minorities, not Hillary Clinton, who's a dynasty. Right. I mean, that's part of my people point. People are also tired of dynasty. Like yeah. they're trying to push Joe Kennedy. Oh my god, thing. guys, don't vote for Joe Kennedy, please. And the dude, you could tell when he talks, he's trying to talk like a mix of the three starters. He's trying to talk like a mix of John, Robert, and Ted. And yeah. it's like, dude, you're neither of them, and never will be. But it's like you have to look at the fact that we're truly not a democracy. Like you really, well, we're a democratic republic. We're an oligarchy. Not technically. Plutocracy. With our our borderline. <laughs> with our campaign finance system, 
We're kind of an oligarchy. oligarchy. That's di- I think I said it once. I saw a memory, and I think in those Staples days, I said America's oh just a oligarchy disguised as a democratic republic. Yeah, I mean, really. And that's when I always harp. I used to argue with people so much who were like liberal Shocker. as can be, and they would be like, "No, but like, like, phrase. well, they, you know, they'd be like, abortion is more important, and this is more important, and these kind of than, or, than campaign finance reform." I was oh, like, I was like, I agree. I'm more passionate about those yeah. issues, but you need a first step in order to it, yeah, get it exactly. And everyone wants to talk about Citizens United. That's mm-hmm. not going to change anything because you still have McCutcheon versus the FEC, which li- which took away limited aggregate de- aggregate money that you could donate. Mm-hmm. So instead of you know a rich guy, that's how you get the states we have now, is because all the rich people got to do is give the max amount to both the Democrat yeah, and the Republican. Exactly, and they can max out. They can spend millions instead of just eighty thousand dollars. Yep. Hashtag bipartisanship. Hashtag gerrymandering. Hashtag what's the dude from Maryland? Um, I always forget his name, but he's got the got he's me. he's put the bill a lot out there, which has a uh, it creates rank voting, which rank voting is yes. way better than winner take yes. all. Make voting day a holiday. Yeah, make voting day a holiday, and then it's also got five hundred dollar maximum donation to a candidate, and it also has a hundred dollar subsidy for everyone who makes under a certain amount of money hmm. that they can only take every two years if they donate it to someone running for office. Interesting. That way it takes the rich people can only do $500 and the mm-hmm. poor people can have $100. Mm-hmm. And they can divvy that out, $10 to this candidate, $10 to that. Yeah. And so that equals the playing field a little bit for who gets, you know. It's frustrating that this is not going to happen for a long time. Unless people start fighting for it instead of focusing on those yeah. issues that they're more passionate about. Because mm-hmm. if you fix that, those issues you're passionate about, you're probably going to win. Yeah. Switch you don't your passion. You don't think gun control would happen if we didn't already have ranked voting and campaign Have you seen laws? that thing where you can text some number and it will let you know um, how much money the NRA has donated to candidates in your era, representatives in your area? Or they could just Google their representatives since they obviously don't know their representatives if they have to do that. Yeah, that's where we should start. I have the receipts right here. Repercussions. Yeah. When you think of all the jobs that were, are tied to web sites anymore, mm-hmm. like SEO and like search and the BBC ads and all those kind of things. <laughs> before, you know, even like when you're searching Google, before where it just had like the little section of ads and mm-hmm. the rest would be organic traffic. Now it literally is going to be if you have more money in your pocket or paying off those media companies, yeah. your stuff gets seen. Which so is scary. That's not only going to affect the individuals like that work in you know, marketing and advertising and all that. But it's also going to, I see it for seeing, like, very local businesses. Mm-hmm. Think of how many, like, mom-and-pop shops are actually are able to reach bigger people because of their website. Or even um, Instagram just changed their algorithm. Mm-hmm. And now, I guess, if in the 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes that your post is out there, if you don't get such and so amount of your um, follower interaction it won't post to the rest of your followers which is like bullshit and it really directly affects uh, a bunch of my friends are hairdressers is that why I've been getting a lot more likes recently 
Because, like, I always have, like, <laughs> one or two. <laughs> Facebook app. Yeah. I get, like, one or two likes on Instagram right away. And then I used to just end up maybe getting, like, two or three. Yeah. But since I, they, I guess well, since I get those right away, that's I've started thing for getting, a while. like, almost, like, 15, 20 likes now on everything. Yeah. And I only have, like, 100 followers. So, I mean, that's a pretty good ratio, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it really is. I can see why the new companies are doing that a little bit just because they do want to keep it to, like, a social platform. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, well, the people that are using it, you know, honestly and genuinely and can, you know, use targeted ads to reach new audiences. Mm-hmm. I don't see a problem with that. And so... Vero. But with net neutrality... It's that dude's an asshole. The guy who founded Vero. I signed up, though. He, like, is directly responsible for, like, thousands of people losing their jobs. But whatever. That's what we haven't really seen. They kind of kept it hush-hush under mm-hmm. all the other issues that were going on. And then it passed. And then, you know, we're all, at least for, like, you know, a lot of us are trying to gear up and say, okay, like, what yeah. is going to happen? How can we not only, like, stressful try to keep people's jobs, but also, like, how can we help the businesses that mm-hmm. preserve as well? It's not exactly the same thing, but another law that just went into effect that is really going to kind of continue to fuck people is the new liquor law that it's about to go into effect. Yeah, fuck mom and pop liquor stores. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone's like, oh, like <laughs> they can sell cold beer now and they can sell wine in a I gas station. I just want station. to buy my whiskey at Walmart when I go and buy bread. You still can't do that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you can do that in other states. You can't do it in Oklahoma. Damn, you're see, still, I, thought, I thought it was going to be like California. No, you're still... Okay, so the, the laws that are changing. Uh, right now, liquor stores can only sell you alcoholic items, so we couldn't sell you limes or salt or yeah, that, cups I, and stuff like that. That'll that. be changing. We'll be able to sell a certain percentage of That's non-alcoholic cool. items. Uh, we're putting in coolers, so uh, the beer that enters the state is not going to be at different percentages now. Because right now, like, for example... We can carry four packs of tall boys of Blue Moons, but I can't carry a six pack of short, you know, the 12 ounce Blue Moons because that comes into the state at 3.2 and I'm not allowed to sell that. So all the Blue Moon that comes into the state is going to be at whatever point that it is. Yeah. That's not to say that like low point beer is still going to be a thing. I can just sell it now and I can sell stuff cold. Um, So it's not going to be like Tennessee and no. other states to where the convenience stores just have 5.2. Well, like, convenience stores and gas stations and grocery stores are going to be able to sell up to like 9% beer, 9, um, 9% alcohol by volume, and they can sell up to, I want to say, like 14% wine. So like table wines and lower point beers. Damn it. So I'm not going to get Walmart liquor. You are not going to get Walmart liquor. I mean, it's written into our constitution. Like, so it had to be like an amendment and they're still really kind of nailing out the details. But that's all the consumer, like, really notices. But what has really happened is that it was sort of a cover-up for um, our wholesalers. Like, two wholesalers absorbed two others, so it went from five to three. And it's going into... It used to be that um, you weren't allowed to have a monopoly of an item, so crown you had to carry crown at this retail or this wholesaler this wholesaler and this wholesaler and now they're transitioning into crown is only available at this one and jack is only available at this one and so um i want to say in the last year we've had a 17 percent cost increase in a year 
at least. It could be even so more than that. eventually there's going to be a lawyer who says this is collusion. Pretty much. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, it's just so kind of like every time people come into my store, they're like, this wine was more expensive than last time I came in. And it's like, yeah, well, you voted for that bill. So, I mean, sorry. you know, it's not going to create a monopoly, but it's definitely going to create two or three firms totally colluding together. Well, yeah. I mean, it's going to fuck people over. So in a way, maybe period. Oklahoma should have done what Ohio did with weed. What's that? Made Ohio, Ohio didn't legalize weed because the people who wanted league to get legalized told everybody to vote no against legalizing it because Ohio made a thing to where the people who already have the medical weed and were this and blah, blah, blah. So it would have created a duopoly basically mm-hmm. for weed. Mm-hmm. And so the weed people who wanted weed legal, they're like, don't vote they on said, this until no. it's legit. They said, when yeah. this other amendment's voting, said, vote no on both. And they just oh, said, yeah. vote no on both. Because well, they, they, like, they, they thought... If you tell people to vote yes on one and no on the other, they're going to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. So just no on both. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, uh, medical marijuana is on the ballot in July, everyone. I know you is. have 11 days before the election to get registered. Please and you re- should also vote for Connie Johnson. Vote for Connie Johnson, everybody. I talk, to, I, talk, I talk to her about once a week, and she's one of the nicest people you ever Vote for Connie Johnson. She's fucking awesome. Uh, let's talk about Connie Johnson for a second. Connie Johnson is... I love Connie. Connie Johnson. I disagree with Connie on a lot of things. Against the death penalty. Connie Johnson yep. is it against harsh pen- penalties for um, drug crimes. She's for legalization. For she's for everything Connie. Bernie's for. She's the Bernie candidate. She's awesome. <laughs> and she's also a black woman, which is awesome. And she would be the second woman governor in Oklahoma, and she would be Oklahoma's first black governor. And she Oklahoma's would be a crazy first, conservative. Oklahoma's first state... Uh, First uh, man, some, first something else who's black, which is just cool. And if you're gonna call me racist for that, or she'd so just be a badass governor. She's a badass. Vote for Connie Johnson. So you for gotta all go. You shitty white people who voted for Trump. Shitty white people. She is a badass Bernie guys. You. you guys used to want to be for Bernie, and <laughs> then you went to Trump. So how about you vote for Connie? They pretty much rhyme. Bernie, Connie, Bernie, Connie. It's fine. But you Ooh. gotta go in June, in June 26th, and you gotta vote. Yes, on state question 772. Is that what it is? And you got to change that shit from Republican to Independent. Vote yes on the weed shit and then so vote, vote Connie, for Connie Johnson in the Democratic in the primary. primary. Democratic primary. Because an Independent can vote. Yeah, you can Democratic vote in both. Primary you don't because have to Democrats be a Democrat. Because Democrats aren't shitty. You know, brings me back to what I, a point I was going to make earlier. It's like I feel like the Democratic Party has a real identity problem. And it's like, how do you fix that other than cre- like create a new party? You create a party that's for, you can't, this is going to sound terrible. Lay it on me. Go for it. It's got to be about economics. And the economics naturally, naturally bring the identity into it. But I'm going to ask you. But if you do it in the reverse order, you're going to shut off those, and you shouldn't have to shut off the, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have to. Like, it shouldn't be a thing. But I'm going to ask I mean? you where ethics is going to lie on that scale of importance and of identity. Because you can have, like, I'm socially... Maybe I am a utilitarian. I'm socially <laughs> liberal, but economically conservative. And it's like, okay, well, you got to recognize at a certain point that your, like, economical conservatism ultimately, like, leads to societal No, but every, every economic conservative I know... Probably a lot. I really 
really do. Like, <laughs> I know conservatives. Like I know my I best friend was a conservative, <laughs> and I, I know conservatives, and mm-hmm. I like conservatives. Like I mean, I am one who, if you're a racist, I'm not going to be your friend. Good. If well, you, I like, I like that. <laughs> if, you know, like stuff like that. Like I have my lines that I'll draw. But if you were someone who went from like Bernie to Trump, I'm not going to unfriend you, but we're going to yeah. talk about it and we're going to talk about it and 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 talk about it. So I, I, I can cut I can cut conservatives off. I have some, which kind of sucks, but they're assholes. Well, but I'm not trying to say that like if you're a conservative, you're bad, but it's like you've got to look at, yes, the economy obviously is so important, but it's like when your economic needs overshadow I believe, ethical needs, you don't you, need you to also, be. You also have to tell the liberal too or progressive, whatever. You also have to tell those people, hey, eventually you do like Paul Ryan conservatives. He's more mouth to being fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. Like Rand Paul conservatives are pretty good on being fiscally conservative and wanting balanced budgets but and I doing that. I think that you're missing what I'm saying. Well, I was trying to just continue on what yeah. I was going on. Well, um, yeah. Continue. Like on that. And then you can, but you can mess up my thought. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> this has got to be how it feels when dudes interrupt chicks all the time, right? How many times has Chase interrupted me tonight? Oh, I interrupt <laughs> everybody, though. Listeners, count. <laughs> I am equally an interrupter. I do, too. I'm really bad about interrupting people. I am an equally interrupter. <laughs> Across races and genders, I will interrupt you. You just got to tell me to shut up, and I'll shut up. Good deal. Noted. That doesn't mean do it all the time. That's fine. Okay, That's fine. but now, like... Damn it, see, I lost my train of thought. You were talking about Rand Paul versus Ayn Rand. <laughs> I get them all confused. Rand Paul, Paul Ryan. See, well, no, we're, ta- we're talking about conservatives and Paul Mall. and uh, identity, like identity yeah. politics in a way. I like identity politics because I think they're needed. But I think in order, sometimes you have to do the things that you aren't as passionate about well, to yeah. get the first step. And right now, we're in a place where wages have been stagnant for 40 years. And robots are coming to take. <laughs> and you, for, you people want to laugh. No, that's forget. legit. How, how, how many? How many? And here's here's the thing I have to ask you: is you drive on like interstates? Not all truck drivers are just white. The first jobs that are going to go to automation, like fully, oh. are going to be self-driving semi drivers. Yeah, that's going to make that black guy who's a truck driver be like, uh. I don't really care about this other thing. I want a well, job. Well, what do you think is already happening with self-checkouts? I mean, no, I would say no. that uh, there's a predominant amount of it's totally, it's, minorities who have no, lost their jobs when, because when, of automation, for sure. When you can make a sure. drive, every single one of those truck drivers loses yeah. their job. It's yeah. not like Walmart where like some people still will go yeah. you know, to the checkout. You know, you need a little extra because <laughs> one... Yeah, but it I is can go to at the same checkout time because I deserve to go to self checkout. But that's I've been four a fewer cashiers. Yeah, in the store at any given point, and four a, fewer cashiers per eight WalMarts in the you know. I agree, but county. they also did just raise wages too for their county too. So the ones that are working there are making a little more than they used to. Go Walmart, everyone! Run and support Walmart. Hey, <laughs> I go to Walmart. You know why? Because they're cheaper. Yeah, and I'm broke. It's almost like. Our system doesn't support small business owners and doesn't pay people enough so that they can't support the businesses that they really respect. They have to support. I support. Bol- I support. I support small business owners on when like, you can. When it's <laughs> you can afford it. When I don't need to go buy all my food. Go to Aldi. 
Legit, I it's go, so much I, cheaper. I go to Walmart and I go to Aldi, but I go for different things. Go to Aldi first. No, I go to I go to Aldi for certain things that are always cheaper. But I, well, Aldi doesn't have the produce that Walmart has. Aldi has the produce. Are you kidding me? They have Which Aldi they have less to? pepper options. They have less green okay, options. They have peppers. that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah, right. like. Anyways, I want to go back to identity when we were talking about identity because I want to draw the distinction between identity politics as far as like this is how I as an individual identify and how others identify in relation to with my identity versus there's kind of like the philosophical like ideology of identity as far as like this is who we are when I assume this title. And I think that that's what the democratic problem has, not a problem with like oh, these people getting offended because they're not being called by the right pronoun. I don't mean identity in that sense. I mean identity yeah. in, like, the the, compo- the composition of individuals. I, I mean, but I do think there is a lot of overlap with the, the, the individual ideology of identity. Democrats made the mistake from going from a party leader like Obama to, like, and I, I don't dislike Clinton. I like, I like, I loved Hillary as, like, the Secretary of State choice mm-hmm. or a cabinet member choice. I've just never thought she was the one. Because a president yeah. can't do much. Like, people forget that. Presidents can't really do much in America. And people want to say, eh, no, they can't. What they can do uh, president, is con- presidents can control the narrative. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah. And Hillary wasn't good at that. Well, when you go from a, a youthful, black, well-educated, not that Hillary's not, but, you know, charismatic and, like you say, someone who can really control the narrative... It, I mean, yeah, you, you have a great point. Bernie's just, honestly not charismatic, and if he screams, and, well, if, <laughs> and listen, listen, if 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 um twenty percent of under thirty instead of seven percent voted in the Democratic primary mm-hmm. that were registered to vote, he would have probably won because he won those people had a eighty-seven to thirteen percent range. Yeah, I really and hope we'll, that's the takeaway for this next. Election. Fucking go vote. Fucking vote. Everybody go vote. All your vote. Twelve people listening. I don't give, if you vote for a third party <laughs> candidate, your vote still matters. You know why? Because yeah. you do something that a lot of people in the world still can't do. Yeah. I mean, it matters when you don't have like. Women have only been voting for ninety years. Yeah, I remember. No, you don't. But. <laughs> 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 but I, I mean, you know, back I mean, in the day. And there's still so many dumbass restrictions that are. Yeah. I mean, I do think you should have to have an ID, but I think you shouldn't have to pay for the ID. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) Because if you acquire an ID to vote, then you have to have the ID for free. Yeah, I. That's. I mean, there's. And that's not hard to do. That make voting day a holiday. Yes, I'm down. No, make it a weekend. Fuck this Tuesday shit. We're not farmers anymore. I work on weekends. Do you work on weekends, Chase? Yeah, but there's so, more time in the weekends. Well, I don't work on weekends anymore, but... Well, but I mean, the no, reason I say... It, no, make it... No, make yeah. it Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Do what Europe, some European countries yeah. do. Three days. Of three, I would like three days, but I still think that... I don't think the day matters because I think there are equally as many people who would vote who work Saturdays. I wouldn't be able to vote on a Saturday. And I mean, technically, you're supposed to have allotted time out of your day and make it close the polls at 10 11 o'clock p.m yeah, and have exactly. the poll workers shift workers have exactly. Half and half. exactly there's just like there's uh, so many simple answers i mean i think we're like dancing around the whole like idea of the united states and other countries but like the united states being built upon like 
white male landowners controlling the narrative. Oh, you're so offended right no, now. You're right. You I'm just said that women have only been able to vote for a hundred years, not. so I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen. To get oh back to identity, yeah. Uh, last I checked, people of your heritage killed all my people. Whose heritage? My native heritage? Compared to me, come on now. It's Identity Olympics right my now. My grandma grew up on a reservation. I, cool, Chase. I it's mean, cool, but doesn't like, remove you from today's... No, but that's what I don't get, is why can... Why can... This is something that, like... Because I've really started getting into it lately. Because, you know, eventually, you know... I mean, shoot, even if you read, like, Obama's books, eventually you, like, get into your heritage and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Why is it that, like... Uh, an African-American or something can always bring up, you know, we were slaves and we did, you know, then we had Jim Crow and then we had this, but Native Americans, it's always like, oh, well, no, most of you guys are kind of mostly white now. But uh, the only reason I don't we think are, that's right. No, it is. Like, it, it's... No, it's, I don't think it's ethically no, right. I'm not saying that that's like, not what happens. Like, Native Americans yeah. literally, like, if you look at the North Dakota, if that yeah. was black people, that would But why happen. are you mad at black people for not, white people's responses? I'm not. But I'm mad question. at how they respond to Native Americans as well. I mean, I don't find, I don't personally find that as a predominant, like, I guess I don't. But I don't understand why other, I don't understand why some minorities are treated better yeah. than other minorities. I hate to say this, but I think part of that is because of our education system. That's yeah, absolutely. Oh, I agree. At an elementary school, even then they were like, like fifth, sixth grade, they were saying, Oh well, you know the Indians moved this way, and mm-hmm. then yeah. they came and settled. I'm like, that is not what happened. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. did not well, just like, right. oh sure, hey, yeah. let's just yeah. scoot over for y'all. Well, like, that's not an, like. I mean, if you think about it, it's, it's a lot like, easier. Not that. Yeah, it's just like we're going to be like this. Yeah. Sensitized well, and it. It, it's a lot easier for you, Chase, to walk into a room of people and everyone's going to assume that you're a white man. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. I mean, I, that might be hurtful, but that that's is never not. ever going to happen to a black person. And it's so it's like unless they're only like twenty five percent. I mean, yeah. I mean, I shouldn't say never. I mean, ever, but to a, to a dark person. But as long. But you're. To oh a wait, dark no, I get mistaken for person. Mexican. My bad. Yes. I had a, I had a girlfriend okay. once whose parents didn't want her to date me because they thought I was Mexican. Well, I don't know why you're yelling at me right now. <laughs> I just think that you're right. People shouldn't get mad when other people try to celebrate their identity, but a lot of times. When certain groups try to celebrate their identity, they try to celebrate their supremacy, which is different. I just think people don't care about Native Americans. No, people don't care about <laughs> black people. I mean, but I mean, we talk about it all don't, the time. We, we don't talk, throw we, another I mean, culture because, under no, the I'm bus not, to, not. to bring up that an, a different culture I've is oppressed. Been an, I've been a big, as much as I can, proponent. Well, yeah, and I don't want to imply that you're not. I just don't think it's necessarily appropriate to point out one negative response versus another. I wasn't actually doing that. I was saying, why is it okay for them to talk about slavery and stuff and Jim Crow and those, but you can't, Indians, You no one ever listens to them when they talk about alcoholism on reservations. You can talk, yeah. you can listen to people talk about blacks talking about the crack academic, but what yeah. about alcoholism on Native American But what you're doing right now is you're, you're questioning why there's, you're questioning why one sphere of uh, change-making conversation is filled up when you're not questioning why the sphere isn't bigger. You're saying, why are you using all of the resources of your yeah, voice? I, I want it to be bigger. That's what I'm saying. But I think that you're maybe... Not wording it right. Playing the oppression Olympics when we should be playing the, why don't we... Which you, what you're really saying is, why don't we listen to everybody? Well, no, because I can't... Well, I mean, I've... 
I've had so many conversations with people who just say, nope, you can't, you can't even, you know, you wouldn't even understand, blah, blah, blah. Well, like, yeah. yeah and I don't understand your thing, but you also don't yeah. understand my thing. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's, they're different things. Yeah. And even if you look at, you can even look at white males and say they do have a thing as well. That's it's called kind of what I was going to touch the on thing earlier. About white males have to also do a certain thing in society and be a certain way in society. If they yeah. don't meet up to that, what happens? They shoot up schools or shoot up workplaces or snap mentally yeah. and blah blah blah. So yeah, I believe it. But I that's believe it's not supposed to be a big bubble of everything. But I mean, that's not because white males have a hard time accessing their identity and celebrating their identity because America no, they can, they can is a celebration can, of white male identity. They can, they can go celebrate being Irish or being German. But that's ex- I mean, that's that's what a I great point. Well, here's the thing, Chase. African what Americans you can can't do, say that because we don't know where, we don't know where their tribes are, where they're from, and well, and Native I know, Americans I I can that. for the for a similar extent. And the only reason mm-hmm. that I even know that I'm Potawatomi is because my great grandmother was. Um, convinced to enroll us, enroll herself, and enroll her family. I wouldn't even have my card if my mom didn't like force it. Yeah, there was so much pride in but not that's, registering. That's where and my, my mom was like, "Nope, I'm gonna do it." Because my mom so you're answering your own question. I mean, once again, yeah. the the when black people came to America, it wasn't assimilate, assimilate, assimilate. It was serve us, serve us, serve us. When we came to the Native Americans' home, it was. You need to assimilate with us so that I don't know that you're different. I don't want to know that you're different. I don't want to know your history. I don't want to know anything about you. I want you to act like the white man. But there's still 90% of Native Americans died. I know. Yeah. I don't know why you're saying that. Like I'm disagreeing. Well, I mean, with you, it's but... not just about the assimilation. It's the fact, oh, these guys didn't die. And one, they didn't make as good of slaves because they got sick. Well, and. I don't different things yeah. and they I still were, cause, cause I still think you're playing oppression Olympics when I'm you don't not, need to be. I'm I mean not, but I'm saying there is no one talks about Native Americans. No, they uh, don't. Yeah, they I mean don't. I in the, yes. in the general people in the, still don't listen to. I think it's that like it's just at least in like a, a society it's not as big of a conversation and yeah. you're right. It should, it, there are aspects of it no. it should yeah. be a bigger conversation. I think it's like it's not that people like don't want to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm from Oklahoma like there's reservations that go all up yeah, north yeah. of Oklahoma. You know, we think we hear about that stuff all the time, and there's you know, like all these different efforts. But I think the thing is like, yeah, like, I don't think people. It's not that they don't want to hear it. I think it's just. I don't know why, but it's just not a bigger scale conversation. Yeah. With well, I mean, you can almost lie, say that when when you're looking at the, we are in the midst of I think a black, not to say a black uprising like in a weird way, but. The Black Lives Matter movement. There's been, you know, even Black Panther the movie, which I went and saw, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I love oh, it's so good. It was. But, it, was it, it wasn't a superhero movie. No, like it so was an good. actual freaking. So, like you can say, you can't even say it's a. That was a film. That was like film. It had cinema. Yeah, like it was. <laughs> it had. But, it had the political undertones. That it was a political thriller right. slash everything. Right. Go see it. Yes. But I bring that up. And Michael B. Jordan's one of the best actors of this gender. Friday Night Lights. The wild everything hush i bring that up because i just think that when i mean obviously i can't really speak for this from my personal perspective but i feel like as a a minority group has to kind of claw and that's what you're experiencing is the claw for attention not attention in the like look at me but attention in the pay attention to the fucking it's, trials it's, that we face it's more like and so I mean, this i mean this minority group meaning when you say why can these people listen to all these black people bring up their problems which are problems and you're not denying that 
But where you're, what, what's happening is uh, Mike Brown got murdered and that got national attention and that started the Black Lives Matter movement and that was a, 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 a media face for something. That was advertisement for their cause. And yeah. what the Native American community does... Un- in a way, fortunately, doesn't have a Mike Brown, doesn't have a Freddie Gray, doesn't have a recorded on the street, you know, video of someone getting shot in the face by a police or whatever. It's a good thing that the Native American community doesn't have that because that is a tragedy in itself. No, but, but what that, that no, enabled the, in the black community to have was a voice for their their whole thing. Is like, as a Native, you know, I can, oh well, technically I'm not that much Native American, right? But you you're more into your white culture that's the problem with being assimilated and doing everything yeah and then you realize the only reason that happened was because so much bad shit was going on anyway i mean that's what i've said i mean yeah. it's just i mean but it's different because you're not necessarily it's like even when you look into your history and your heritage and whatnot it's kind of just gone mm-hmm. like well, at so least at least peoples. yeah but that's in a way they mm. like still have their modern culture because yeah. they have their modern culture. Native Americans were told not to really keep. Yeah. Black people kind of just grew their own culture anyway. And even if they, they had were, to. even if they were growing it when they were, because it started in slavery, they were growing their, you know, making yeah. their culture. I that. just think that they're so different that it's. Well, I know it's we different. Shouldn't, I know we it's shouldn't different. compare them. Well, I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, I, Asian I mean, people were in internment camps, and there's not a movement for Asian people right now. But that's because they're halfway running all the tech companies. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Asian Americans. And they still have a pretty strong identity with their, you know, just like Africans or African sensitive, but like African Americans. I just would hesitate. Yeah. We forget that where my people are from, that's Georgia. That's yeah. South Carolina. Like, and I'm a, you know, I'm a big guy of America and whatnot. Big old guy of but America. But I'm also more on the Hamilton side than the other guys. Well, I, I personally hesitate to speak for the Native American community even though I am Native American and I receive well, I those benefits like, because one, I'm not in the culture and I know well, that that's I'm not either but the only reason I'm not is because white people why would I be I mean why would I, you be I, I get to pass as a white male that's did I not say those exact words but that doesn't mean 20 minutes ago yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't mean you get to like sit there and like but that also takes a quarter of your identity away because the fact no, that you're a white male, you can't really... You I mean, you if you don't believe in multi-ethnicity, no, but... But, well, I mean, but you can't really appreciate as much as other people can appreciate their... Because if you're, like, something like Native Ooh. American, especially Natives who are more, yeah, they don't appreciate you when you're that way. You know, it's kind of like how mixed blacks are. I was... Well, you're... I mean, or... Yeah. It's like... I mean, it's basically how Obama's <laughs> whole book was. Like, if you read yeah. his book, like, it's basically, like, the I whole just, concept like, of I, being mixed is you have that yeah. struggle to figure out your identity and i'm like in my mid-20s so that's probably what i'm doing is trying to figure out that 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 blend of culture i guess i just like i said i just hesitate to speak to that even though like it is part of who i am quote unquote and i have a first amendment right to speak just because you can doesn't mean that you have to (laughs) yeah because that makes it better (laughs) So, how's it going? Are you enjoying our super casual convo? Yeah, the microphone's still terrifying. I've just been kind of like yelling into it and spitting all over it. So, I'm glad he has these little 
blockers. Split block, spit blockers, I think these are. It's wealthy. <laughs> We've been talking for two hours. Home run. Home run. <laughs> I wonder if this meets his personal score. <laughs> Maybe. I know most of them are at least an hour. Yeah. Two hours. I kind of wish this was being broadcast live, yeah. but he, he was like, immediately, I mean, immediately post it once we're done and I'm not even going to listen to it. I'm like, all right, good, because <laughs> it's funny. This is the best. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, this is basically all me and Chase used to do whenever we worked at Staples together. It's yeah. like, we would sit or we would be at our registers kind of facing each other and like, so let's talk about that. You know, I was a philosophy major and what were, what did you major in when you were at Staples? Like econ, yeah. yeah. So Why are you, about you can imagine. <laughs> we're just saying that we're talking about you. <laughs> we were reminiscing about our steeples days. Oh God, those were the worst. Yeah, slash the best in no way, shape, or form. <laughs> if you think about like me, you, and Luke running registers and like yeah. all talking, that was like we were all starting to like get in that like journey of like so philosophy. Much. Think about it. Like then I was then I was probably like more like a. I'm kind of going back to being a centrist too, in a way. Mm-hmm. But back then I was I'm a shocked. centrist, and you got me like way over to the left. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Chase, maybe think about others <laughs> once or no, twice. I thought about others, <laughs> but you made me think differently about uh-huh. others and like question the, you know, because you know, different philosophy major. Being well, I was a philosophy major too, but I was not at the time. Yeah, oh, well, I was before I moved there oh. at OU in a top so, fifteen like, program. Society. I think yeah. everyone is so either. <laughs> She's so. I've seen you <laughs> sing in front people of people. Are either afraid to bring up something yeah. in conversation, or, or they just all out, you know, mm-hmm. get angry. Well, I think that's. I think that's the biggest thing that. Least, yeah. I mean, I'm passionate about education. And yeah. Like that's what we need to be mm-hmm. having is. You can make your point and make an argument without having to raise your mm-hmm. voice or start making. What's well, funny? Things. It's kind of cyclical because I feel like to sound like classist or anything but like the more education that you have even if it's up to high school the more you're going to be able to read a chunk of text and discern that I'm not screaming at you like when I state something on the internet and I think I personally get into trouble with this a lot because I'm really truly just speaking like I am now trying to say this is why I think you're wrong this is because this and this I believe this and you are saying this and I don't know you know if you realize what your logic is saying, there is right. times. <laughs> there, there, there is times if you've actually talked to you in person or whatnot. I've never spoken to myself in person. No, no, no. no. Like, like, like where I'm like, yeah, she's totally like probably got a little red face right now. Like, just go. Like, she's <laughs> like, like right now. She's about, to, she's, she's about to be yelling at Gus or something at Staples or something like that. Honestly, though, you know. But then most, yeah. you know, most of the time you're you know, just stating something. Well, and it's we're in sort of a period of like anti-education, anti-intellectualism, anti-logic. Anti-conversation. That's what Yeah. You can disagree without arguing. Yeah. You can have a conversation. You can. But I think that... I do it all the time. I think that the way that the cultural narrative is right now is that the conversations that people are having and that people are needing to have often center around rights and... And that's ethics changed from and, throughout history. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, when I'm what I mean is, like you've already said, women have had the right to vote for 90 years. So yeah, I think that in the last 100, 200 years, 
they can still talk to other women and who they disagreed with. Oh, no, but I'm saying, we no. can talk to other women. No, but, no, no. <laughs> I just what mean I, the yeah, not like before a hundred years ago or hundred and fifty years ago. The cultural narrative, no, was not who can we give more rights to or who doesn't have the rights that they need. They wrote a bill of rights two hundred years okay, ago. Okay, about. What what did black people uh, get in that, that deal? There was people who wrote those who wanted to give them non. I'm not gonna give them citizens. I'm point blank not gonna say that the the majority of history has cared about anyone but white men. I'm you're not gonna convince well, I'm me. I'm not of anything saying otherwise. that at all. That's what I'm saying but, is that in the last but hundred and fifty years has been a, an upsurgence of talking about the rights of more than just the people whose rights have always existed. I mean, I'm, I mean unless, you're in, unless you're in a country that's... Well, yeah. I'm, the I whites mean, would be the minority. But, yeah. Or different ethnicities. Like, it goes, like, everywhere. I mean, but there is different, you know, I mean... What my point is, is that I think that there are more sensitive conversations happening right now. And comp- accompanied with poorer education, it's hard to have a conversation. It's hard to agree to disagree when the topic of our conversation is the status of someone else's life. How is the education poor, though? How is the education poor in co- Oklahoma? No, compared to 150 years ago. I'm not talking about 150 years ago. I'm talking... No, but we're compared to, like, we're talking about this whole conversation about history. I mean, 150 years talking. ago, people weren't on Facebook no, but having I, conversations I about logical fallacies. No, talking in bars or in mm-hmm. hanging with their friends, and then yeah. half the times if they disagreed, they would just shoot each other in a duel. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what your point is. I'm the point is like we're, because you you said you know this conversations you know hundred you know we're talking more than we are now. I mean, because of Facebook, but people were still talking. They just weren't talking out in the open as much. Yeah, but they also were less educated back then. Now they're more educated, but right. there is a bigger disparity in the types of education yes. than someone educated back then yes. compared to someone who wasn't educated. Someone educated I nowadays guess. compared to someone not educated, there is such a but one. maybe when you think about the people who lived in, when we were talking about way earlier, Versailles and the Louvre, like when you have these aristocrat, aristocrats who were, I was they just speak go more eight the languages. Way. I was going to go the more the America Okay, educated. well when you yeah. have George Washington who spoke yeah, yeah. French and English and yeah, yeah. all he was vastly more educated than than like random. Alexander Hamilton? No, Alexander Hamilton was more educated. I mean he, in his, in the scope of his life. Yeah. In the scope of his life. I just I disagree that there's less intellectual uh, educational disparity. I now I think it's, it's 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 I think it's different. Like because yeah, sure. right now the for conversation's sure. not about the elites like it was. It's a bunch of normal people talking. Some of those people had education until yeah, like fourth which or fifth grade. Which conversation, Probably the same kind, mm-hmm. different kinds. Women were probably talking about, isn't it kind of bullshit that they get to do whatever they want and we yeah. don't even get to have a say? And I mean, women are still talking about it. Because I, I mean, women weren't just like not talking to other women about that. You yeah, know that they. But I think were, that maybe we're, we're having a difference of idea of what like no, conversation I'm just actually the means. Actual disparity between someone back then with a third grade education compared yeah. to someone with a fifth grade education, or whatever, is a lot different than someone with a college education and like a ninth grade education nowadays. Because right. there is a lot more. You learn different ways to look things up to yeah, navigate absolutely. all of this. That's why fake news is a thing. But I mean, because people like who know how to do research and check sources. Don't right. Fall for shit like that. Exactly. That People was exactly have, my point. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> you can say that we're, again. We're, <laughs> d- 
the disparity between the two is a lot different nowadays yeah. than I think it would be between the person who went to like like your local blacksmith compared to the person who was like didn't go to school at all. Like their disparity probably wasn't that much besides right. that one trade. But, but I nowadays mean you, your disparity between the college graduate and yeah. someone who dropped out of ninth grade, that's a big difference. Yeah. And that feeds into my point even more as far as we do have a poor education system in America. We have a oh, system that you can't one. fucking afford. But just because it's we're better off than we were a hundred years ago. Doesn't mean we can't be better off even more in a hundred years from now. Well, I mean, it, my my whole point was that the conversation, capital C, now more than ever, these voices who are talking in bars have power. So it's a conversation, you know, pillow talk or a conversation a, in a bar don't, don't matter when there's no power behind it. I have a book you should read, uh, The Renegade History of the U.S. And it's um, a... I think my dad's read that. It's about, it's all just talking about, it's not talking about the elites. It's like how, it's, you know, it's like kind of like Howard Zinn's book, um, you know, the people's history of the U.S. Okay. But instead yeah. of focusing on the actual history things, it's focusing on the cultural changes in society mm-hmm. that happened by drunkards and prostitutes. And yeah. when people were in the taverns, race didn't matter and stuff like that. When it was the poor people, that's why. And if yeah. you look at like the early, the late 1800s and 1900s, the first populist movement. That's mm-hmm. why, I mean, if you've read The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander, that's when it starts happening, the, you know, modern day, because all the populist movement was poor blacks, poor whites, mm-hmm. everyone coalescing together. Mm-hmm. And so the status quo said, well, white people, you don't have a job because the black person's taking your job now. And so what mm-hmm. did that do? Created this whole thing, and then that, the fruition of that kind of, you know, rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Which rhetoric can be deadly. That's why you should watch your words, like you say and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, like I say, you should apologize if you do some, if you say something stupid, but then also not say that thing again. Right. <laughs> Apologies well, are bullshit if you keep doing it. And then, but anyway, and then that's when that that ended with you know the war on drugs. That was the ultimate finishing of dividing the races. Yeah. And that's the that's to me that's. Instead of focusing on, like, identity politics as much, just straight focus on the war on drugs. Because that's something white people don't have to even, even the racist white people be like, yeah, you know, that's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then what does that do? The racist white people are like, no, I want to get the crackhead black dudes off the street. No, they're not. They're like, I don't want my buddy Timmy, who's on meth, to be in jail for five years. No. No, that's, 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 that's. I mean, some of the white dudes with meth had friends, sure, but those are also the people in poverty. Man, I know. Drugs and poverty go hand in hand. Yeah, so the people who are already in poverty and are already (laughs) victims of the war on on terror or the war on drugs. When we first started talking about the identity stuff, that's where we started on, was I said we should start more on the economic level because that creates the identity. And it it doesn't create, it doesn't, no, that's word wrong. It doesn't create the identity, but it helps those who, what some people would say, are only relying yeah. on identity politics. Because if you end the war on drugs, then that stops the mass incarceration of black people, which in, well, yeah. it does. Yeah, but there were Jim Crow laws before I'm, there was the war on drugs, and there I was know, slavery before there were Jim Crow laws. I mean, I, I agree. We oh, have, I'm not disagreeing at all to take away the war on drugs. You gotta, you gotta at least get people out of jail and shit first. Yeah. But I don't think that that's like a solution to identity no, problems. No, but that helps one thing on it. Yeah. And then you build upon that. And you, because there is, there are racist people, but Jeez. they also, if you talk to them in a certain way, which is terrible that you have to, they want the same economic things you want. 
Yeah, but but the they're still quo, culpable for their is, if you, their willingness to believe the scapegoat no, that know, all minorities know, are. But the you problems. forget, like when the identity politics do make people talk about it. Like I mean, you should talk about it, but mm-hmm. they do in a way. You're like, oh, you know, we've been, and they're like, but we're done wrong too. Like that's exactly what the you know a lot of those Trump voters are. Is, yeah. Hey, our jobs matter too. Which that was yeah. the original thing that created Jim Crow was that the populist yeah. movement was together they were together and it was about jobs and they said it's about white taking, jobs no, it was a they were is, no they were together in the populist movement but the status quo yeah. was like how do we not get the our status shit quo fucked is up? white people no it's elitist <laughs> it's it white people oh, people like <laughs> how Obama many black elitists of, in Jim Crow time were there oh yeah I know I know that but we're also talking yeah. nowadays <laughs> people who also who are black who perpetuate the system too well, yeah, you for sure. Because they're protecting I mean, there's their every, own too. Every minority because has Because once you token. jump into the elitist status quo, yeah. you're not going to want to leave it. Well, yeah, but I don't. I mean, I'm, and you're also not going to sacrifice it to help other people. Right. In that kind, you will a little bit, but you won't fully just be like, "Fuck it, I want to go back to being yeah. in that." Because you know how hard it is to get to where you were. Yeah. What but, you're, what we're talking about over the last kind of hundred years is just. What I take away from that is, you know, a hundred years ago, we didn't have obviously any semblance of the the c- community and the conversation abilities that we have now. And what I see as those improve, I mean, you look at the Vietnam War, which was like the first televised war, and that was the first time that people are getting to see caskets, caskets, men getting shot down, and these pretty much women who are home watching their husbands die. And that's the point at which the I would say the cultural perspective on war kind of shifted. It wasn't these men going away and saving our country. It's these men going and getting gunned the fuck down. Did it actually though? Well Because I mean, now we still think that like, oh, they're going and getting gunned down, but instead of we're just like, hey, you gotta support them when they're going and getting gunned down. So well, you yeah. create a slow who's it? it at the very least increase the who, amount who said of that, empathy. That, that quote about what the support our troops actually means if you're not actually doing shit to support yeah. your troops. Well, but I'm I do think that there is a you know, there were protests in the street of hippies, quote unquote, who are not that there haven't been protests to war in the past. But I mean my point is I think that as technology increases, as social media increases oh, shit's out it's like cops. Shit's out in the open. Shit's out in the open. And we're being able to ask questions like why can't the Native American people why, why don't people recognize this why do quite as much? Why do 12-year-old black kids get shot by cops? Why do 12-year-old black kids get shot by cops? Why do these things happen? And I... Why are cops doing their job when they shoot a 12-year-old black kid, but it's okay for them to not run into a skull with an active shooter? Yeah, why Why is that Why is it why, still why, alive? Why does a cop have the balls to shoot a kid with a toy gun? But not have the balls to go in and try to save kids who have a gun. Well, yeah, and like, I mean, and this goes back to my point. I think that <laughs> the, the world is built for white men <laughs> and they're the ones shooting the kids and shooting up schools and you know yeah but then you can have the white guy counter and say yeah but they're not the ones shooting up the streets why and then you, are then they if you respond, shooting up the streets though because of what I was saying yeah poverty, poverty. but I don't and see how is I don't see beginning. how that's a counter when you look at the fact that our economic system was created by and for white men white land owning men almost every philosophical thing almost is 
it's a wonderful point you bring started by yeah. white men and then if you look at evolutionary yeah. biology there was per, i mean except for like algebra that was created by arabics yeah well i just i mean but if you look but at is it, like, that because white people are so great at creating stuff or is it because the over the span of history white people have been the oppressive force camping out eastern and asians well yeah and in the western and they've world. oppressed and they've oppressed each other that's fine that's not what i'm talking about i'm yeah, I know, in the in that, but people. One thing I think people forget about like this country compared to, especially like liberals when they're comparing it to like Norway and mm-hmm. places There's like that. that. Liberals word again. Yeah, I mean it's my favorite word because I own it when I am one. But I will. There call, you go. I will. I will, call, I, will, I, will I will call out liberals every day, and my conservative friends, you better call out shitty conservatives there you go. too. But, but yeah. Uh, Look at look at the diversity about, yeah. of America compared to those countries. Yeah. There is something like yeah, everyone wants to say it's it's hard to be a country that's like yeah, come here. That makes it more shameful to me that we are a country built on diversity that we still have all these identity Well, problems. that's natural because we're all tribal in essence. Is it you, natural? I don't I don't I don't understand what's natural here. I okay, think about this. If you walk into a room with people you don't know. Yeah. And you haven't had a conversation with anyone, and blah blah blah. And there's a white girl, a black girl, an Asian this girl. This is a pointless. But but it's pointless. a thought process. Is instinctively you may go just mosey on to try to maybe what's talk to your, the white people. What's your what are you defending? I'm just saying that naturally all this strife and racial division and stuff. It's, I mean, we can. I believe we can overcome it by actually having conversations and talking about it. Yeah. But you also have to acknowledge the fact that instinctively you do gear towards stuff that's alike because you yeah. feel like in a way survival-wise – because at the end of the day, the point is survival naturally. You're surviving. The point was survival. Still, We're not in, in a, a period. Is. Why do we want better health care? Why do we want better – because yeah. we want to survive. I mean, that's a good we point. We want to survive better. Why do you I go to college so you survive? I just fundamentally reject – you're not an evolutionary biologist. I'm person, not an evolutionary biologist. I just that. fundamentally well, reject either, the idea that see, we think, should naturally discriminate. That we I, do I naturally I, discriminate. I, I think I think instinctively we do. That's but, what I'm rejecting. But <laughs> I think we are evolved enough to where we aren't like yeah. any we're we're not like we used to be. We can actually have these conversations. Yeah. We can discuss different kinds of ideas. Yeah. And because the fact that we can have those conversations we can take our instincts mm-hmm. and swerve them. Well, there's no and way to eventually, pull ourselves. Million, millions of years later, those instincts yeah. are going to change. But evolution takes a long fucking time. Yeah. It doesn't happen in a hundred years. It doesn't happen in two hundred years. No, it but happens I mean, over a long time of culturally yeah. changing. There's just no way to pull ourselves out of the culture of I respond instinctually this way because it's my evolutionary biology to respond as such versus i mean you just point blank cannot know that this is an evolutionary response versus this is a socially constructed no, but response. If, if someone uses that as as like an excuse for some shitty behavior you'd be like yeah but you also know cultural norms you know things that i don't give a shit what your instinct could be to maybe want to you know spank a damn child but every study shows that that doesn't negative that's not an instinct act- though that's just a response from what you the input into your it's also personal I mean, bubble back in the day when your kid was going to go run and get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger you probably needed to whoop him in the ass a little bit and be like Stay yeah but i mean here. 
Like there is to to pull back your point. I mean, no evolution doesn't happen over 100, 200 years, but evolution does happen over thousands of years. I mean, we not actual like perfect DNA evolution though doesn't. Yes, it does. We are as a species taller than we were 300, 400 years ago. That's a fact. I mean, Norwegians are still tall. Yeah, I just I you're. But but it's a perfect also, example. We're all where you're so also different. From too, though, like I mean, Americans are taller, but they're also breeding with a lot of different people too. So but they're that's combining a perfect, different cultures. Though. That's a perfect it's example of my point English. that it's not. You can't say that something's yeah. instinctual when you can also say that in different cultures, people do different things different ways. Well, that's yeah. not instinct. That's learned behavior. Well, instinct is also. I mean, you touch something and you know it feels bad. That feels bad. I mean, instinct. That's, that's in- not instinct. That's learned behavior. I mean, your parents had to tell you, I don't mean, touch the hot well, stove, no, if you, even if I it's mean, red. I mean, you didn't, you learn it itself, but you right. also evolved to touch it and no pain and blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, mean, I guess in the sense that we as a species evolved to have five senses and to use our brains. I mean, no, I think, I think people, especially senses, a lot of the all right people, try to use evolutionary biology as a way yeah. to be racist pieces of shit. Yeah. I mean, and I, they I agree, sh- and I don't think they should do that. No, they shouldn't, because if you listen, just, if you actually listen to the scientists talk, like the evolution of biologists ones, they say all we can do from this is know that we slowly evolve, but most of our evolution comes from culturally changing our ways because we start thinking things are bad. Yeah. And then slowly that gets ingrained into, I mean, I think they go hand in hand. Like, what do? I think they both go hand in hand. Evolutionary, what? we're tended to be... Like males are tended to be more aggressive and violent. Naturally, you just are because that evolutionary you were. This supposed is exactly to be. the point that I want to but say though is that culturally how, I know we shouldn't be. No, but how do you have the perspective to say that not your personal male uh, aggression, but how can you say that male aggression is an instinct when you have no way to remove yourself from? A societal upbringing. I mean, you have no way to separate that, so it's almost pointless. But to you say. also have studies that show. Just look at the differences between like how women and males handle depression and stuff. Because they were. I mean, no, that's not even. That's not. That's just what's going on. I mean, women naturally are more. They're not as men get more violent when they're depressed. Right, because men's. Natural men's examples of men of people in their life dealing with trauma is anger. No, it's because what is violently biologically biologically you, just, you have no way to say that. I, I mean, mean really. no way to say exactly that it's not. And I'm not necessarily saying that it's that's 100% why I not, say it's fifty fifty because you can change it. I you can say, but then it's not an instinct. Then it, it, no, well, then it's not going to be an the instinct definition anymore. of the word instinct. It's not, but you can never actually make change unless you realize, yeah, like. Yeah. Humans aren't perfect. Like humans, yeah. you can be shitty. Like you can be naturally racist, but you can also not do racist acts and not yeah. be like your instinct can be to go hang out with the white kids instead of the Asian kids yeah. naturally. See, when I that's say a, instinct, that's a racist thing because you have no idea. The only reason you're going to those people is because they yeah. look like you and you may have something in common. I think personally, for my personal philosophy, where I draw the line at what an actual instinct is, it's basically. A baby has an instinct to suckle because that is how it gets food into its system. I'm not going to sit here and define every single thing that I think is an instinct, but I don't think that your tendency to do something in a social situation is an instinct. You have an instinct to survive. And I think that that's period where you draw the line because you're yeah but think of where that goes no because no, think of where that instinct to survive goes but it's not an instinct that's what i'm telling you it's no, a tendency it, based no. on what your instinct to survive 
plus your societal upbringing is telling you is going to be the most effective. Well, no, it's it's also it's also just it's not just learned behavior. It's just like you can have gay parents and not be gay, but your body itself, it's but your body itself, based on your instincts, is telling you what by your pheromones and your hormones and how everything that you don't even know about is doing it is controlling that. So I'm gonna can, be gay if I have gay parents. I'm no, lost. But there, there's there's no, but it's no. That's what I'm saying is you're not. Right. And you can also have straight parents. And what, what, what is that going to tell you is if it's all cultural and not just straight and your instincts are part of your DNA. I'm not saying it's all cultural. But it's just, part of your DNA. I personally and, don't believe that humans have knowledge that they're born with outside of things like a baby's instinct to suckle. Which is their survival instinct. Right. And so I, therefore, therefore, as, I don't think that the instinct to survive as an instinct has definable it has so, a definable so you don't believe there's inherent instincts I believe that there are instincts such as again like babies suckling okay, so what about babies fight or flight learning to walk fight or flight I do think is an instinct what are all of those why, why is he looking at me like he's not saying what I'm just saying? Those are instincts which I'm to actively saying yeah. that I agree with you on and you're harping I'm not arguing that. on those, but it's to survive. And there's I, I'm others saying that, you that do I don't think well. that the tendency to walk up to a white person, you're not born as a baby with the instinct that you're white and that white people are safe. No, but when you have mirrors, you do go to what looks alike. Which is a learned behavior. But it's also instinctively without being taught that you're going to look at if you see your reflection and you're going to know what you look like you're going to want to instinctively go to I have, a i don't think babies have identity <laughs> abilities like that I'm not and talking about b babies can't walk either little babies don't care little kids like, don't care hey, it's a friend and it's like i just don't, don't i just don't i i i just don't agree <laughs> I no, just I'm, think I'm that fine we're disagreeing on what instincts are. I'm fine with you not agreeing. I never implied that you weren't. <laughs> I mean, but... I just don't think you're understanding what my point really is, which is that what you're saying is that humans have tendencies to do such and th- so things that they based on their instincts. Yeah, that they can't control. Yeah, I th- you have said multiple times that they're able to change but that based on their yes, understanding yes, of their I, actions. I well, they also goes with doing the action. I don't want fucking alt-riders to use that shit as an excuse to be assholes because those are the people who are doing it right now are okay. using it as a you know I mean so if I have an instinct to survive and if what I have learned about my wa- own whiteness that only okay those, if what those, I've learned about my own whiteness indicates to me that what my tendency and reaction to be to survive would be to hang out with people who look like me how is it also that I am able to recognize that I have that tendency and change it because instincts Inherently, you can't change. It's. I'm not talking about this whole. You're actually like friends with these people, <laughs> and, but no, you're I'm not n- either. You're, it's about if you're in a room. That's and you just not lo- instinct. No, no, it is. No, and it's not. It is. Oh my god. It's not. I'm telling you, it's 50-50. It's not. That's why shit can change. Right now, we're having a, a classic uh, nature versus nurture conversation. Yeah, and I believe it's 50-50. I mean, okay. I believe it's 50-50. Like, you have natural things that you're going to do. You're predetermined to do. Some people are more predisposed to be depressed. Those aren't instincts. I'm not talking... Okay, I'm not talking just... Okay, but your instincts come from your DNA. 
eat. They don't just come from out of nowhere. They come from evolutionary Cons. DNA into that your yeah. parents' DNA, their parents' DNA, and how all those all that I mean, came into that. it. That's but, what I'm saying. So I think maybe we are just disagreeing on what the hell instinct is. Yeah, you are not <laughs> fucking listening to me. Jesus. <laughs> Wow, that was gratifying in the end, to be honest with you. She takes pride in cussing at me. She does on Facebook a lot, too. It feels too. good. Um, well, I take it like a man, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got there in the end. All right. All right, let's call it. Let's call it. Yeah, I gotta let's go. This is uh, <laughs> Notes from the Shed. Make sure to do the Stitcher and po- Apple Podcast and SoundCloud thing. Um, Link all your friends. Yeah. Your and, aunts and uh, uncles. You know, share and listen <laughs> and comment about how big of an asshole I am. <laughs> and how shrill my laugh is. <laughs> oh, man. I sound like the e- like typical emo kid, man. That sounds like the two people I've <laughs> You're going to be like, 